0: It's uh, Rebel FM episode, what, 354? No. Is it really not? No. <laughs> 355? Yes. Fuck. I'm in The Guy Goes Joining Me as Arthur Gies. You sounded so disoriented. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, James Faulkner. It's hard to tell what week it is. I've yeah. become Mr. Saturday. And Brian Albert. Hey, I'm back. Two Special years to Brian
1: Albert. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Like,
0: 60% of the person he was
1: last time
2: yeah it's like two-thirds two-thirds so yeah go. nice yeah wow looking entirely too handsome for this living room good thing we're it's just our voices right now right yeah
0: now. yeah 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 but you can hear that you can his voice is now 60 percent more muscly as well you can really fucking <laughs> hear the strength in it <laughs> so
2: for real though your confidence goes way up when you lose weight
1: it really it, it, it does yeah it's it's
2: nice i'm sure and, you've covered this before i think the last time i was on. I definitely hadn't lost weight, and I don't think you had. I had either.
1: started, okay, like, but I would—I had not. I think I was approaching two hundred after being like two twenty-five for a long time. Um, yeah, it's nice to go clothes shopping after you've lost weight. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you're like, wow, stuff fits. <laughs> That's weird.
0: Wow. Well, I had Twix and tacos for dinner, <laughs> so let's we all go. had tacos. so yeah. it's not like you're that much worse off. No, and yeah, chips. I just threw a little extra garbage on top of it.
1: Ah, uh, you know what? Roll with it.
0: Um, it's that time of year. That
2: bag on the table does
0: not look empty to me. It's not. So there you go. Yeah, I only eat a few. I actually find that I eat sweets and they start to make me sick really fast. So I'm like, oh, actually, maybe I just hate these things. Did you say so,
1: like a pill, like a like a stop smoking pill for candy?
0: No, I just honestly, you know what I've realized is I always think I really like sugar stuff. And then I start eating it and I'm like, ah. Uh,
1: you're uh, more of a carbs guy.
0: Yes, exactly. Like a, yeah, pizza on spaghetti for sure. But like fat, that when like it comes back. When it comes to like ice cream and stuff, I always start eating it. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to feel ill. I, I'm the complete opposite. I, You're a sweet boy. I, I like sweet stuff. <laughs> I can't. I wish. I sometimes wish I could. But yeah, I just like I start to and I'm like, ugh. Oh. Uh, I've stopped at least at work because we have way too much
3: access to candy. Of course. Um, I've stopped. If I want something sweet, I'll do a smoothie. Because you, it's, like you, cause you can get the natural sugars out of that rather than anything. But artificial makes, stuff.
2: But when you're having a bad time and you don't care there's a freezer full of it's it's
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
3: you can get fucked up wow yep.
0: i've been, been visiting that freezer lately yeah. <laughs> my go-to is a glass bottle coke when i was at work we had them there and so i'd always be like all right one glass bottle coke sure i'll walk out and stare at the bay for a while
1: there's vending machines at both of our our places and so it's like how what on the scale of how much i dislike myself am i at, at cheese it's am i at cheetos i have never hit Pop-Tarts, which I assume is rock
0: bottom. Ooh. I'm not a Pop-Tarts person. Pop-tarts, yeah. are, I love
3: Pop-Tarts are a rocket fuel that tastes like garbage. <laughs> uh, Brian, do you put cheese in the middle of two Pop-Tarts? Oh I don't. God, that story
1: is bullshit.
2: There's
3: <laughs> no way
1: it's true.
2: Right? It's not true. It, yeah. The
3: guy's just,
1: like,
2: he's just trolling. Yeah. I, I lived in Iowa for 20 years. No one puts cheese on their Pop-Tarts.
0: Maybe if you had, no. like, a sweet cheese, like a mascarpone, you could put that in between. Okay, mm-hmm. like
1: cheesecake. Yeah. Essentially... Sure, that's different. Or cream cheese, maybe, but no regular cheese. You're just it an was asshole. like American cheese. It was like a it? slice of craft cheese. Yeah, between cheese products, cheese food. Yeah, it's not like they have to. It can't. Even, they can't even use just the word cheese. It's like cheese product. Yeah, it's it's. I believe the brand name is Craft Singles. Yeah, which they, I, to be sure sure they,
2: not. they do not call it cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, I, it's a cheese
1: product or something. <laughs> to be like honest, that. if you put craft cheese food on pop tarts singles is what you will stay forever so don't do that
2: (laughs) we were uh we were looking up for some reason the same thing at work lately like cheese products and i came across a video of a guy like doing a cheese whiz bottle like he downed it just like straight just like ingested that thing
0: it's pretty disgusting i always thought cheese whiz was really gross my only memory of cheese whiz is when my mom's classroom that she's a teacher and it got broken into when I was like in fifth grade, and the kids that broke in put cheese whiz in all of her files. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show her.
4: That's
1: that's pretty good, yeah. honestly. I mean, it, that's shitty that it happened. It's super but, shitty. <laughs>
3: but if you're, I mean, I'm laughing. I mean, cheese whiz. At least it's not. If it was like real cheese, I think it would eventually like rot. But if if it's just cheese product, it's probably yeah, it's not
0: fine. Rotting. I think it uh, probably hardens. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's closer to like, that, like an epoxy. That foam you stick in cracks to like keep spiders out is what is closer to. It's grout. To it. It's cheese yeah. grout. <laughs> so. uh, oh, man. What else is sprayable out of a can that you can eat? Peanut butter? Uh, Yeah, they make spray peanut butter. Yeah.
1: What? Alcoholic. but uh, I've never seen spray peanut butter. It's like
0: way full of air yeah. and probably oil. Just yeah. extra oil to make it greasy. That sounds... Maybe Good. not the worst thing in the world. Alcoholic,
1: <laughs> <relief>. <laughs>
3: alcoholic whipped cream?
1: I
0: like you get some chocolate ice
1: cream and you spray some peanut butter on it. Yes, you do.
2: Yes, that is you what do. you do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or you
0: just get <laughs> an Fuck. Oreo and each one you put a little topper on and shove it in Shit. And a little topper on and shove it in. It's like a triscuit except a hundred times worse for you. I mean I sometimes sit there with a bottle of sriracha and chips and just one after the other, just gob in my mouth. Gob in my mouth.
1: You know what the spray peanut butter sounds perfect for? Celery
0: sure yeah, yeah. the you trench is
2: line, there yeah exactly yeah you just do a trend I mean, pretty salary. much
0: anything in a gun to shoot it out i've if you've ever watched seen people like taco bell when they're making your food they just have like the oh yeah the, 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 shooting the cocking guns bl- yeah of like all the of all the various the sour cream t- shooter yeah yeah <laughs> so it got it down to a science so.
1: yes that is literally what that what fast food is for yeah all intents and purposes. yeah sure
0: per minute like uh to maximize profits
1: it's the henry ford food nightmare
0: i went
3: to a fast food place in korea It's called, like, Mom's Chicken. Yeah, they love fried chicken there, huh? It's really good. Mom's Chicken? I think it was called Mom's Chicken, yeah. Hmm.
0: It was good. My friend Paul lived in South Korea for a while, and he told me that that's, like, what it was. like. like, fried chicken place, like, every few blocks. So it's not to
1: say that South Koreans don't like their garbage.
0: No, they they definitely
3: eat their trash. There's some trash food there. But they're also, like, some of their trash food is also, like, really good. And, like, like,
0: at least decent for you. Sure. I mean, well, that's just it. Yeah, you can get... Fried chicken or you could go to some place that's like, oh well, we just have like a fresh kimchi and bip, all these other Bip, others. bip and bop. Bop, yeah. yeah, bop.
1: What yeah. is the worst trash fast food craving that you get on a, on like like a semi annual basis?
2: Semi annual. Semi uh,
1: weekly. So, I mean you can go weekly if you need to. <laughs> I had a you know, I, I
0: used to buy a bean burrito at Taco Bell and No,
1: but, you used to buy two burrito, bean burritos well, but hold and on, some but, tacos. Yeah, sure, but
0: then I'd buy the cheese roll up. And then I'd unroll the bean burrito and put the entire cheese roll up into the burrito and then re roll the burrito. So then it was a bean burrito with a cheese core center.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Molten cheese
0: core. I never saw you do that. Yeah. When was this?
1: Was this a reason no one ever saw this? I don't know, man. Was this the darkest timeline (laughs) for Anthony?
0: I mean, yep. That's
3: like the, 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 the things like oh I brought it home and then there was an extra bag that he like left around the corner that he would pick up if he went to his room. No, like
0: it, it's not about shame with Anthony. We didn't go to like, fast food that often though because we just lived I around so watched many places. you
3: annihilate Taco Bell while
1: driving.
0: Yeah, that's true. Mm. Like yeah.
1: burrito, it's like you open the burrito and like you would look at me and it would just like fly into your mouth.
0: Yeah, my go-to order is like three bean burritos, two cheese quesadillas, right? That's like fucking like, bonkers. Have you I seen, just want you to contemplate that. You've seen Too Fast, wise? Too
1: Furious, right? Yeah. There's a point where Paul Walker's character is is like in the car with what's her name and, asks if, she's ner- yeah, and asks if she's ner- nervous and like he fours the gas and like just mm-hmm. stares straight at her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is what Anthony did to me with burritos.
3: <laughs> Except for you were driving and he was... No, he
0: was no, driving. He was driving. No. Yeah. Those days are over for the most part except now you can eat the worst stuff at taco bell yeah because i was vegetarian at the time so yeah now but nowadays when i go if i very rarely get fast food i actually had a double western bacon cheeseburger from carl's jr the other day and i was amazed Sounds
1: both great and terrible and
0: i was amazed at how bad it tasted like in my high school brain it was like the single best thing i ever ate at lunch and then when i had it now i was like oh this is just like flavorless and kind of terrible, See, congealed that's mess. That's happening to a lot of
2: people I know. They just kind of lose their taste for fast food, and I I need that.
1: No, yeah, I yeah. I, I love fast food <laughs> because you don't eat it very often. Well, like once a, a week is not months. often.
0: No, no, no. Uh, I don't eat it very often either. But now it's just now if I have a burger, I've usually been going to places that make it like a very seasoned, fresh thing, and I just feel like those taste better to me now. I don't know it's
3: not fast but, food though.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't really have
3: like shitty fast food cravings. I like In and Out like a lot.
0: Yeah, that's true. James will always get In and Out. If we ever see that. Yeah. For me I, though, if I if I'm gonna eat fast food, I would much rather just have a burrito. That's my go-to. Just get any taco shop, I'll just walk in there and get a burrito and work out, and I'm good to go. So I just there's too much baggage for me with burritos here. Uh, they don't have fries in them. I don't. No, I don't it's like not like California it's, it's, burritos. It's, it's, it's that they put rice in a bunch of them. It's right like rice and
1: beans. First of all, do not belong in a burrito. in in my the world that i grew up in i always grew up with rice beans meat all of it yeah that's like that's too much in a burrito like just like a a core ingredient with a tortilla and so rice rice or beans beans. no well i mean bean i guess you could get rice but beans generally is like what you'd get or carne asada or so burritos you have like one or two things in them growing up the, the burritos that i would get that most people would get not me because like i just told you uh guacamole makes me like literally physically ill uh is carne asada burritos are just a shitload of meat with a bunch of carne asada with a bunch of guacamole uh and some salsa fresca with a tortilla and that's it and it's like almost as big as your forearm maybe not your forearm but james's forearm like we yeah it's, they're pretty L- big Lengthwise,
0: <laughs> the lengthwise, your forearms in general for most humans are pretty similar. Yeah, that's uh, why they used to use it as an ancient form of measurement. Just full, just full of like meat
1: and maybe cheese. Like I would get sour cream and cheese. I would get no guacamole.
0: I think I'm becoming lactose intolerant. I think I am too, especially because yeah. now with my fiance, she's lactose intolerant. So all we have is like coconut milk, coconut butter. Yeah. and now sometimes I'll have regular ice cream and be like, I'm gonna vomit. I think I'm gonna vomit. Yeah, oh, if fucks you, me up if, so you if you
3: stop. Having it, it, your tolerance goes away because we're not supposed to have uh, that type of it, and everyone just kind of powers through it. I guess if you you keep consuming it, then your body just gets used to it. So good, yeah. Cheese is delicious. Cheese is delicious, and
1: and they do make good pills for that. No, lactate is fine. Yeah, lactate is amazing. Um, uh, my go-to shitty fast food is Jack in the Box.
3: Oh yeah, Jack in the Box is pretty good. I'll just like, but
1: it's really shitty. It's really. It depends on what you get. Yeah, what, what's your
3: what's your order? Ultimate Cheeseburger. Okay. I really like their uh, Oreo milkshakes.
0: In Davis, where me and Arthur... Fuck. When me and, Ar- where me and Arthur went to school, there was a Wendy's directly across the street from the Del Taco, so we would get all get in the car, all five of us, and hit both. Because <laughs> we'd be like, oh, Del Taco, we'll get some burritos and tacos, then we'll drive to Wendy's for the 99 cent menus to get Frosty's uh, yeah, fries and nuggets. never
1: eaten at a Del Taco before I moved to Davis. Yeah. And that of became like... Taco? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> uh, this is also a, a taco place that is like maybe sub Taco Bell as oh, far as it's how Mexican it is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They yeah. serve
3: fries at it, Del Taco. I've yeah. never
2: heard anyone say that. Buckets Ever. of fries. Yeah. You've never. You've never you've seen I know Del what Del Taco is, but like something is beneath Taco Bell. As far as oh. how Mexican it is. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like
1: I actually think Del Taco's food is maybe a little bit better than Taco Bell, but. That was also. It's been a year since I've eaten it at Del taco. Because yeah, Del
3: Taco to
0: close. me is like closer to a Baja Fresh or something like that in some ways. Man, I haven't
3: thought about Baja Fresh because
0: they're mostly Southern California.
3: Yeah, there are a bunch in the South Bay,
0: and there's a couple. There's one in San Francisco, but yeah. If you want like
1: fresh fast food Mexican, I feel like Rubio's is the high water mark.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, Chipotle is not terrible. So,
1: food poisoning.
0: Well, oh yeah, not, I, that's that's uh, largely been solved because now they blanch. I listened to an NPR podcast called How I Made This, and I listened to one with the CEO of, of Chipotle, who was a guy who was actually a real chef who only started Chipotle because he wanted to fund his like five-star restaurant, and then Chipotle just kept doing better, and he was like, oh, I guess I should just do this. I don't know anything about running <laughs> one a business, One-star restaurants it is. Mm-hmm. And they were, contrary to popular belief, they were never owned by McDonald's. McDonald's. I, yeah, I thought that they were. No, nope, McDonald's invested in them and then wanted to take them in a different direction, so they bought McDonald's back out because they did huh. not want to go in that direction. And so, uh, and so yeah. After the food poisoning thing, the difference was they used to just wash their produce. Now they blanch it, which means they boil it for five seconds, so to help that. Hmm. So they still never know exactly what did it, but it did cause their stock to drop like forty percent. Yeah. So
3: I mean, was, but, that, was that like an, like a serious outbreak? Yeah, it, multiple it, times it, it killed yep.
0: people if I remember it, and it got like twenty and people really sick. Recent, even recently.
1: Yeah, it was in the last couple of years. Yeah. yeah. I hmm. mean, like that happened to Jack in the Box in the in the nineties. It was E. Coli. Yeah. yeah, and people died. Yeah, and like that was when they reintroduced the Jack character, like as wow. part of their complete rebranding.
0: Hmm. Was just, like,
2: sorry, that just kind of. I'm from the Midwest, and Jack in the Box does not exist. Yeah, yeah I well, never it's traveled to right? them. No, that's well, no, that's Carl Carl's Jr. Jr. Yeah, yeah, but everyone was just like, "Oh, Jack in the Box
0: makes people sick." I'm like, "What is that?" Yeah, yeah. it
1: was cool. Uh, <laughs> okay,
0: yeah. That when, was, you, like, when you have a bad thing, you rebrand, just like a uh, Texaco in the, in California used to be everywhere. And then they dumped all that oil in the ocean and got away with it and so then all the Texacos became Vallejos mm. or Valeros that's what they're called, yeah. here. Valero oh. gas stations. Uh,
1: but that's like Jack in the Box apparently leads the industry in food safety for fast food now.
0: I started
3: to yeah, if, if you if you've yeah. people, you have killed people you got to get like, inv- be like, "Well, we got to fix this shit."
2: Yeah. Jack in the Box mini churros not a substitute for TI churros.
1: No. No, no. Okay. no. I close. I'm. I mean, I'm from San Diego. Like the idea of going to a fast food place for churros is even more ridiculous than going to Jack in the Box for tacos.
3: I had I had churros in Korea. Um, there there were like multiple places that served
0: churros. Did they serve weird flavors? What the fuck? Because uh, outside were... of Disneyland, when I was there with the lady, my fiance, she, we saw uh, grape ones, cherry ones. No, they
3: were like they were very thin and they were loops. So it was like dough loops. Like that, they were like. I don't know. No, that's not that's not a the a churro I'm comes
0: like. at you like a fucking rod in your face. That's how it has I to know, be. I know. It has to be like a foot long. Just full, doughy. Full cream.
2: Just full of cream. Full of cream. <laughs> Feel free to excerpt that audio. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. But, 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 no, we're talking about the TI churros, which is like the, the section. The key arena churros. Yeah, yeah. The section that we sit at in key arena like for the last like three years
0: it's right by the churro. I just ate some arena food. This yeah. last weekend. Yeah, nine seventy five for a pizza slice, seven dollars for a bottle of water. That's actually more than key. I guess that makes sense being yeah. in the Bay Area. Yeah. So yeah, it was super duper duper expensive, because I went to that I M Oakland, I E M Oakland tournament. Yeah. Like I said, IEM Oakland. Which was
1: more? Was it just pub or was it more? It was other CS- stuff so too.
0: It was CS:GO and Battlegrounds. Okay. And as I was telling James, we were walking. Ninety percent of people were there to see CS:GO, not Battlegrounds battlegrounds oh. probably had sub 300 people watching total like it was just tons of empty seats how and, and the csgo side was fucking crazy so it was just like packed like that's and all these csgo people would walk over and be like why do people watch this and stuff like that like it was just like <laughs> they did not understand so
3: csgo or sorry uh pub as an esport has a long way to go it does in yeah. terms of watchability storyline building uh just competitive rule set
1: is still not fully fleshed out. Yeah, they're figuring yeah.
0: that out. They got that to a decent place, but as James saying, like, you can't follow when you're just 20 teams to follow at any given time. You're doing your best to try and look for action. Yeah. And the person that's controlling that is obviously not the person that's doing the commentating. So they'll even request, hey, can we go to this team sometimes? And I don't think that person... There was not necessarily great communication yeah, that it, way.
3: Yeah, and it's also hard. Like, I don't know how, I've never used their spectating tools, but like, even in Dota, for example, like uh observers often miss kills like the best ones kind of can predict it and then and like know where they're going but they miss them all the time with 20 fucking teams with four people on each team it's probably like a monumental it's pretty task. interesting
0: their observer to- their observer thing does show like even when someone fires it shows uh on the mini on the map when you're looking at the map the lines where the right. bullets went so you can tell like ah these people are just engaging fire, someone yeah. so i should look and see what they're doing But yeah, you're right. Too much can happen in a given moment that it's like, while these two dudes were fighting and you were trying to show this fight, this whole team just got wiped out in a car and no one saw that. And so it's not uncommon that you'd just be like, I'm rooting for this team. Where are they? They haven't shown them in 20 minutes. Oh, they're all dead. Yeah. Like, Like,
3: like I really wanted to watch TSM. Right. And unless they made top five or went like a final engagement, the storylines that they were working on weren't that. But like, how do you build loyalty outside of pers- people's personal streams without it like it's just it's a really complicated yeah. like thing to solve
0: i was pulling for this team called pink flamingos <laughs> i'm pretty sure they are miami flamingos what mm-hmm. called. i'm pretty sure they were one of the just like the scrub lords that just like qualified into this tournament mm-hmm. and they were in competition for dead last <laughs> so but actually evil geniuses got dead last surprisingly wait really yeah evil genius dead last out of 20 uh I, th- I thought they did okay in a couple rounds nope dead last hmm. and uh and also like the team one of the teams that almost won they like third or something is dc who like i know they're a dota D- team right digital mm-hmm. chaos yeah but like they didn't even qualify they weren't invited so they had to qualify in so you know that tournament i was gonna play yeah. with, like 200 something fucking teams they did that mm-hmm. and qualified in and then almost won they won twice out of eight rounds and they still did not win the overall they were the only team to win twice who won a team named Triple A, which I don't know what that stands for, but I believe they're also against
3: all authority. Yeah. So uh, they, the old. I think
0: they had Dota teams, and think, I think they were a league team. So they, they ended up. They were yeah. also a qualifying team that ended up qualifying hmm. in and then winning. So all like the MVTs and stuff, a lot of the MVTs got fucking destroyed. Yeah. So even the TSM guys, the team that I was there to pull for, they got sixth. You know, they only won one game and then they just couldn't place high enough after every other game so it was really interesting i mean watching that game though is like i don't know like i feel like when i watch you guys play dota and then when i watch pros play dota i still feel like i'm largely watching the same video game i can watch you both play maybe you guys don't have the same reaction speed maybe you don't pull off a combo in quite the same way but you guys are using you guys are on a competent level that i'm like okay i know what dota is when you i watch battle dota in a while when i watch <laughs> battlegrounds people play that are pros i'm like i don't play the same game as you every day i go play and i play this game called battlegrounds and you play this other game that's very different like when They're i like
1: neo in the matrix
0: yes because when we see a car like it, when cars are driving in battlegrounds you're generally pretty safe i played with james you can drive yeah. a car into the zone and this cars are death traps you're in a car you're shot out of the car so take a car at your own fucking risk everyone should have their own car because if you ever get in a car together you're fucking just being stupid mm-hmm. totally different game what they uh,
1: need to add in the car is the ability for everyone to hold their frying pan
3: so you can form like
0: a phalanx <laughs> of
3: frying pans <laughs> out each window Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly <laughs> but it's like yeah I mean it's just like such a weird thing and also like when we play I feel like there's all kinds of times it's like I don't even see a car in mm-hmm. this literally like second like probably fourth to last circle which is very small still like 14 teams alive, which is fucking crazy that no mm-hmm. one's died and then everyone comes in with their own car and they're forming like wagon circles and stuff for mobile cover and stuff and they always like, shoot up the tires so it like it, it collapses it, it down and so that they have less room to get shot in the ankles shit like that i was just like what game are you playing i don't understand this it is so crazy like i entered into that qualifier because i was like i bet you we could limp in we had no chance we had no chance to get there and if we had gotten there, it would have been fucking hilarious to watch us just get rolled by these dudes. <laughs> like, I fire at someone to range, and I'm like, pat, 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 pat. These guys never fire on anything but full auto all the time. Just full auto, full auto. And it's crazy. It's just, they're cyborgs. They're all fucking cyborgs. So, very interesting game that I just had no idea that. I knew that I have watching these pros stream, but they stream against pubbies. Right. And so I'd seen them play but It's like, like that. It's
1: like the Twitch streams of people eating basically yeah watching these people stream like, <laughs> and so I yeah. just,
0: oh yeah that's yep that's a kill that's a kill mm-hmm. yeah i just had no idea that, and and that's the other thing is i've always i i know the tsm guys i'm not saying they're not good but i've watched you watch them play against and normal people when they're playing on the regular servers and they're winning every other match and then you get into this and they just get fucking rolled on you have this idea that they're like somehow like i mean they are among the best of normal humans but in the world of pros, it is such a different thing. I'm sure you guys see the same thing where you're like, yeah, you the, watch some Dota team and you're like, oh my God, you guys are so fucking ridiculous. And then...
3: A lot of that comes down to like tempo and stuff like that. It's less, it starts becoming less mechanical for certain, certain people. Like there's certain mechanical crazy players, but a lot of it comes down to like a team tempo of like, they're just nonstop aggression or they're just constantly on top of this team and outplaying them, outmaneuvering them, reading their movements on the map. Be like...
2: Yeah, the the biggest Dota players used to be heroes that could take like a really skilled, high action hero middle and get like a level and gold
0: advantage, and then just ball all across the map. Right,
2: and that's like not really a thing anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just yeah. like imagine that, but then, you know, like teams that are trying to do all the things of like have super high skilled play and then complete with complete randomness. Right. That's mm-hmm. the other part. Like, and so it's just like
3: it, it seemed like everyone had a pretty like would well, most for the most part end up with ars and sniper rifles oh the, the
0: guns weren't the random part the yeah. random part was just where it was like we all happened to jump on the east side of the island and the circle's way over in the west so this team already has like a house that they're just going to hold for the like one of the like the team that won
4: mm-hmm.
0: more than once the circle just kept dropping on them and so they didn't have to move because moving against pros of that skill level is a fucking is like death is death yeah yeah like you and i can do it in a regular game where you're like oh i could probably make it between this tree he'll miss a few times these dudes just don't miss yeah so you're like oh we have to cross the field well then you might as well just log out because you're fucking dead yeah like it's fucking crazy <laughs> the, this the, the the use of smokes i think was the most interesting thing i learned of like how powerful they could be right that's the only reason the tsm guys won the one game they won yeah because they, they, they made a gigantic screen of smoke yeah and, and it got them in so it's like but other than that it was just like you know, it's just, I don't know. There's, there isn't the type of firefights that we see when in a normal match where people are like, you know, like, like I, maybe even that's how it is in some Dota games. I don't watch enough Dota to know, but like, you know, where people have an exchange and you're like, like I can have an exchange with someone. And if I make a mistake, I could probably recover from it. But mm-hmm. in this, it's just like, oh, you've, you've made one mistake, you're fucking dead. Sorry. Like, you, you got punished for your any the tiniest mistake. Yeah, in, mm-hmm. in high-level Dota games, if someone's out of position, the ganks
2: are just, like, swift and done. They're just done in, like, a second. Right. the person's deleted, and you're like,
1: okay. Right, like, one of the, like, sort of the transition in Dota when you start as a support, especially, is, like, when you start... You are in lane, like denying creeps, like constantly harassing. Like, I'm protecting my carry. I'm babysitting. Yeah, and with some people, like some people, some heroes and some players, mm. like you have to do that. Like you have to babysit. But also, like eventually, you realize no, it's better if they never know where I am because they have to play more cautiously if they don't know where I am in every lane. And also, if they don't know where they where I am, they can't kill me.
0: Yeah, I guess it was just like when I was watching this. You know, like, when if, if I'm playing Battlegrounds with James and James goes down, we generally try and go back for him. In yeah. this, everyone's fucking cutthroat, too. You're down. You're fucking dead to us. We are not. You're like, well, Yeah,
1: it's your fault. You got yourself
3: killed.
0: Well, well, we're just not going back for you because going back for you is probably a death sentence, too. Yeah. So it's just like. It,
3: it, it was interesting to watch, like, someone go down and the team don't, doesn't even look at them. Yeah. Like they're just, they're, they're already, now we they're, have three. They are they're locked into a position and then they would like move around then like eventually if they were like, uh, we're like ninety nine percent sure we're clear, then they would rest the person. Right,
0: but other than that, it was just like Yeah. But yeah, it was just really weird to see a lot of the best teams in the world that I thought were gonna just dominate getting rocked. Like Cloud Nine also just got rocked over and over and over again and they're familiar with that sensation. And, and they just yeah. And so it was just and it was and again I was actually really interested to see just how much I did not expect I should have. But I did not expect the CSGO crowd to be as crazy as they were, because no, I've not seen much I CSGO think, tournament. I
3: think that's also part of their their circuit, like their like, major-minor circuit. So that's also like, this is like a one-off event for PUBG, there's not like a like an established...
1: But this is like a scored... I also yeah. get
0: why CSGO is a lot more fun to watch, Yeah, because Battlegrounds, there's like a huge loot phase, and so commentators are mostly talking about probably like the last game, because mm-hmm. they're trying to keep people interested during a really boring time for like the first ten minutes. And then the action's too crazy, and then it just seems like it comes down to like the second to last circle and it's just a bloodbath. Speaking of which, I had the security guard lady behind us who was trying to understand the game, and she's a fucking character. She was like <laughs> There's
1: always great security guards And, and she was this East She West was guy. this
0: middle aged woman who was trying to understand what was going on and she's like, What team are we ro-? She's like, Whoa, what team are we rooting for? This team. Go fucking phase or something like that. And then and then at some point she was like all these people in the final circle will just shoot she's like oh it's a bloodbath hallelujah I was like I was like who are you woman you're fucking awesome she made that uh, arena so much better I wish I knew her name because she was fucking incredible but yeah CSGO I get why it's more watchable yeah. in the sense that it's like rounds are like 45 seconds long uh, two minutes yeah, maximum well yeah. yes but yeah, I just yeah. mean like most of the time set-, set, up is, set up is like there's a 15 minute
3: 15 second downtime in between each
0: round right, people and, are quickly buying stuff and then it's yeah. like the rounds sometimes are literally thirty seconds because people just engage super fast and it's yeah. just a it's fucking fast. Yeah, and it's best of thirty, so you're getting like to sit there and watch them build like a rhythm and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like the 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 it's like, like l- tennis. Yeah exactly exactly and and it's cool when you see people like oh they have to do like things i learned like oh they have to do an all pistol round now because they're yeah. low on money e- Eco, yeah and then when you watch them win that you're like oh fuck yeah because yeah, that, that's like crazy. an actual
3: swing and like a momentum shift like it's there's some really interesting stuff uh same weekend as i am though was they had the asian invitational uh for or the asia invitational for Thank PUBG g star a g star where i was at would right across from the twitch booth um and I, I showed Anthony and uh, Brian a picture. And it was like this double stack, like two-story level uh, booth that had 25 computers in each section, so like split into four. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. Like th- like you were saying like 300 people. There were like probably 2,000 people just crowded around that area. And like as it got down to the end, we're just freaking out. Like they were just like... G-Star's open to the public, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think there's... I'm not quite sure if the first day was not uh, was open to the public or not, but it, that was also like a Friday. So it was like all the kids came the next day. Um, but it was like, it, it's really, 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 really popular there. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, hole, I have to imagine blue holes booth five years ago was probably nothing like the blue hole booth of 2017. Yet. Yeah.
3: It, like there's, it, it was, the Twitch booth was very large. Theirs was massive. Because yeah. it wasn't that there was like another game that had it called Air, it was, right? It's like an MMO, which is what they do. They steampunk do Steam game, yeah. Um, and that was like one third of their entire booth. The other two thirds was entirely that PUBG tournament, yeah. Um, so that was fun. That was fun to watch. Um, but yeah, it was good times.
0: Yeah, and I sometimes I sometimes food. go and play against Koreans. Mm-hmm. In Battlegrounds, we do what's called the world tour when you want, <laughs> when you want to feel better about yourself because your MMR is set by, by region. So I'm like, oh, I have no MMR in Southeast Asia. Play against scrubs, play against scrubs, rock scrubs faces. So Until you get rocked. And then we switch to Oceania, and then you do that, and then you go to Japan. Wow. So you just do the world tour. Does that work in Dota? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I wish. No.
0: So I, I wonder if that's something they'll do
1: because the, the new competitive season starts tomorrow you probably okay.
3: you're probably locked into a region for that. Maybe. I don't know. I
1: I mean, I guess I hope not because we occasionally play with people from other regions. You never play ranked
3: though with those people. I
2: we, we should, should play ranked. Yeah. We should play team
1: ranked with like people So you know. there's Go no ahead. more separate MMR now. Like, like party or Yeah, I I feel like it's all the same now. Like We've been queuing oh. together, and like it seems like it's the same. And it also it does. I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but it sounds like they're doing away with separate like skill ratings depending on party and ranked. <laughs> um, Probably because they figure that if you get a high skill cap with a with party and then play by yourself in drop down, that's the system correcting for it.
0: And then I did play one other game. What's that? It's called. Oh wait, I played two games. One is Super Flight. That's yeah, so how you're playing that a bunch. Everyone should play Super Flight. It is a two dollar. I think it's two dollars and sixty nine cents on Steam. It came nice. out like a week ago. It was two ninety nine, but yeah, it was on sale. Okay, the
1: price isn't what sells me on it because my time is what I'm more concerned about. Okay. So.
0: so, it is a game about flight. You are in a wingsuit and you're gliding around procedurally generated environments. The closer you get to walls or floors, or you gain points for how fast you're going and how close you get to things, and if you can fly next to them without dying without dying for and keep it going your your channeling and combos has a world leaderboard, and that's it that's the entirety of the game do it fly drop down to the bottom of the environment because it's all this weird blocky procedure it generates a new world and you just keep going and it's just a score tech game and i am like i've probably put like 13 hours into it it's really good and uh and here's the top secret thing like i, I think i misled some people to watch it they're like oh man this game's fucking incredible it has the best music of all time I don't listen to the in-game music because I think the in-game music is not that great. Um, and the in-game... I killed the sound effects. Here's the tip. you tip. It's $2.99. You should definitely get it. Super Flight. Three-person three job out of Germany. Just a student team, but it's fucking amazing. It should definitely be on Switch. It should definitely be on PlayStation, Xbox. It should be on everything because literally all you need is either a keyboard, WASD, or just one, the left analog stick to play. Mm. And... But here's the pro tip. Get rid of all the in-game sounds, except Mm -hmm. for the wind. Keep the wind, because that's fucking crucial to making that feeling Mm -hmm. of speed. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you're going to go to YouTube, or you're going to go to uh, Spotify, and you're going to look up uh, Christopher Tin, who's a composer, and you're going to find this album. It's called something like A Drop Drop That Filled the Ocean, Mm -hmm. or something like that. And it's like, hands down, one of the best... Soundtracks. First off that you can just listen to. It's fucking incredible. This is the guy who did the song for Civilization Four, Five, Six. All the <clears throat> music for Civilization Six. He is this composer who he so all the like most famous like Civilization music, he did it. He and this this soundtrack that I'm telling you about is basically a world tour where he goes, he has a song in Turkish, he has a song in Mongolian, he has a song from Africa. And he just does these and they're all just these beautiful, haunting songs. And you were streaming and everyone's like, This game's got great music. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like amazing music to fly to, like so perfect. And then and then the last track of that whole album is perfect because it brings back like all the countries into one song that somehow works. It's really cool. It's an amazing soundtrack. And but I, I that game is two ninety nine, it's the best sense of flying I've ever felt in a game. All right. And and if with your own custom music, it's fucking amazing. So and you should try and beat my high score. I'm like 561st in the world currently. So, um, how many people are playing? Do you think? Oh, I have no clue. Not that many. It's not that popular yet. But I think it's it is a game that should be way more popular. It is like I downloaded it on a whim because it was such a small little thing, and then I was like, oh, this is like really, really, really good because you can play slow flying where you just kind of fly around the edges and you can do it safe. But if you're like really feeling the music. And it feels a lot like when you play like one of the 1080 snowboarding or any of those old games or skate or Tony Hawk's Pro Skater where you find a line and you're just like, I'm going to fucking nail this, except you're like flying through gaps that are like just bigger than your character. And since it's all procedurally generated, you don't even know if it's going to work. So you're flying through a gap and you realize that you're about to hit a wall. So you like perfectly pull up, you know, and like sk- mm-hmm. just barely skip. What happens wall. more often that or colliding with the wall? Oh, walls? you just collide. But it's fine because you just hit a button and you start again. And you can also put in any sort of word or number into the level generator and generator map based on it. And if you find a really cool one, you can share that word with someone. Oh, uh, that's mm-hmm. cool. And How so, like, long
1: did you go before you typed farts into that? GTA? I haven't
0: put farts, but I did put Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Let me tell you, if you put Mountain Dew, spell out mountain, Mountain Dew colon the level, it's one of the best levels i found all, all together. So, Mountain Dew, the level. Yeah. Mountain Dew, the level. So I only found out <laughs> it's after... It's got Sam's name on it. Yeah. I only found out after I did that that Mountain Dew is no longer spelled out Mountain Dew. It is MTN Dew now. Yeah. Did you know that? They rebranded it to where it is officially MTN Dew now. So I'm going to get some MTN Dew. So, Wait a minute. That was could That was. Matindu? Matindu. Yeah, the that bottles was, say that. The yeah. bottles say MTN Do now. Because it's an mountain.
1: abbreviation.
0: So, yes, but. Fuck off. So there's Diet MTN Do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cherry so, MTN Do? Red <laughs> MTN. So,
1: MTN is more syllables than Mountain.
0: So, this was something I, I learned yesterday because I typed it out and people were like, that's not how you spell Mountain Do. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not how you spell Mountain Do. So, pro tip. And then the other game I checked out is a, a remake, an HD remake. It finally came out. The Outcast of, of my favorite game of all time. Outcast. Oh, it's out! It is out. Cast? That's everything you didn't know. right yeah. no one knew this game came out. I doubt it's moved any uh, units on Xbox or PlayStation, but it's out on those platforms. Is it on, on PC? PC? It is out on PC. That's right. You gonna stream it? I did. Okay. uh So they took the nineteen ninety nine game that was done in voxels, and it's basically like I've talked about it before. It's like a Mass Effect style game before Mass Effect was out. You are gonna interact with a bunch of characters, do a bunch of side quests in this huge open world. Mm-hmm you can get mounts you get all kinds of crazy weapon upgrades you get all kinds of side characters in it you're basically it's basically the story of uh what was that movie where they where you went through the portal and stargate it's basically stargate that's it's basically a riff of the story of stargate well, look, somehow i missed the title of this what are we talking outcast about? is what it's called okay. it's a game from 1999 okay from a company called Infogrom. and it was like this crazy open world game that was like a progenitor to things like mass effect and stuff like that and really amazing fully voiced fully orchestrated soundtrack incredible game for its time they took the game and they remade it in cry engine so now it's like it looks pretty good it doesn't i'll say this it's made by a really small studio so the the remake is certainly not like on the quality of like you would expect from other studios it's definitely like a budget game Mm -hmm. but for coming from the 1999 one you're like oh my god like it looks really good it looks updated the one downside and it plays really well too like i feel like it is hard, it is hard to play the game without a nostalgia factor. It would probably be a little rough on the edges for a lot of people even if it's still like a cool world to explore. Um but man, you remaster the visuals, you remaster everything else but they did not remaster like the audio at all. So it sounds like the weird compressed hmm. audio weird. from Super like a CD-ROM Ooh. from 1999. Red book audio. Mm. So it just sounds like everyone's like, you know, speaking to you through like a like a can the whole time.
1: Does it sound like the voice
0: samples in StarCraft? That's actually a pretty <laughs> good, yeah. That's actually a pretty good. Darkwood expect Jim Raynor to show up yeah. at some and point. So, and so you're just like, that's a little. That's very like if I didn't know if I did not know this was a remake, and I were to just for some reason, two years from now bargain bend this because that's where it will be. It it will be and you know I'll. Bargain yeah, I think it's this.
1: adorable that you think that there will be physical PC software
0: to buy anywhere. Well, it's also out on PlayStation, so that's what I mean. Like there will be some PlayStation copy for like five bucks. Someone will be like. This seems weird I'll buy it and I'll get it home and they'll be like this is a weird fucking game it plays like something from way dated and stuff like that and it's like because it is still the just that game like they hmm. it feels a lot like you know so it
1: doesn't play like you remember it playing it plays like it played
0: oh it plays like I remember playing only because I also habitually replayed the the good old games version of the actual 1991 but it still works eh, like every couple of years yeah. so for me I'm like not surprised but will, they, you keep, will you keep this version not, e- 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 over playing the good old game version
1: now. Don't look at me. I don't know why I would.
0: I don't know if I would, because there's a couple of little friendlier things it does, but like some of the mystique to me is like robbed because maybe it's because it doesn't come with an instruction booklet. But like part of the, one of the cool things is is when you arrive on this world the aliens do speak English, but the game just hammers you with language. That you just, like, it's like, have you ever, have you, I guess, is any did you read Dark Tower, Brian, or anything like that? Uh, I haven't read Dark Tower. Okay, I, I, well, it's like, well, like think some, of, like, some fantasy see. series where they just, like, hammer you with local dialect without ever telling you what it means, yeah and it's only through yeah. hammering you with context yeah, over co- and over again, and, again and, that you yeah, eventually yeah. are like, ah, you're talking about a priest, that's what that guy is, whereas now, when it does it, the <laughs> game puts up the dialogue and says, blah, 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 a priest in this world, and yeah. you're like, ah, I had to just fucking figure out what the fuck that was when I played this back <laughs> that in the kind day. kind a
1: strange change.
0: Yeah. I and mean, in, in the game, the 1999 one had a lexicon. So every time you'd hear a new word, your little computer would say lexicon updated and you could go read the lexicon and be like, oh, that's so what Like that the Mass Effect like the codex. codex. Yeah. yeah, so... Which you can read for yeah. hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's how this was. And so I was like, you know, I just I just feel like they... Some of the quality of life stuff they did took away a little bit of the sense of mystery and discovery i had when i played it as a kid so that was a little sad for me playing it but it's still i still think that if you're like it all cares about this game it's like 40 bucks
1: i mean i'm I'm glad that you were specific about it because about what changed to reduce that wonder because it's never gonna have that sense of wonder
0: no it's not you know i was hoping that it would because i was like ah it's a graphical remake it's like playing it all over again it's like nah I don't know. It's
1: rare that, like, graphic updates will actually sort of breathe that kind of new life into things. I can only think of, like, one or two examples. Like, yeah. the Gears Ultimate Edition overhaul was pretty fundamental.
3: Bubsy. So, so, sort
2: of along a similar theme, I finally get to start um, Mario Odyssey this week. Dang. And And it's impossible to feel the way I felt when I played Mario 64. Right. Uh, because I'm 30 now or whatever, but... Um, I don't know. The talk's been pretty high on that. Especially yeah, for, like I. Yeah, and I. Yeah,
1: I. I really like that game. I think that there's a lot of papering over some things that that game does sort of demonstrably badly. The camera's but pretty butt. The camera is pretty butt. Um,
0: Camera's button minus sixty four too, so you're gonna get yeah, there that going all over yeah. again. It's really. I mean, bad. granted,
3: you don't control it with the fucking C button, so yeah. that's an improvement. So the C stick, yeah. No, got those. Tar- well, yeah. It was called the stick, right? Wasn't well, it? on GameCube, it was the stick. There we yeah, go. The there C go. button on the sixty four. It was, it was I've been playing Mario Odyssey
0: with my yeah. fiance as well, and and we have been enjoying it. And I think you will get a lot of that same sort of. Have you been doing the the feeling. two player? I have not yet, okay. but it mostly just been like I got to like I got as far as New Donk City at this point so i don't know have any idea what percentage that was through the game you're like two
3: thirds yeah that's about right all right if you're if you're just mainlining you're not like worrying about which you shouldn't you should just get the required amount of stars and then leave because if, you if you're ever going to do post-game stuff then it doesn't matter that's what i've
0: been doing so i do think you'll get mario 64 vibes because i certainly get them out of it and i never played that much mario 64 so but that's what it feels like to me as far as like I mean it is definitely like I th- I just feel like I haven't played a 3D Mario platformer in a long time. Like I can't even think of what the last I mean, one I if played you did was. Mario They're Galaxy.
2: Like, I the Galaxy yeah. Oh
0: yeah, I guess I played Galaxy, but that was like almost 2010. Yeah, 7 years ago, so yeah, yeah, it feels like forever, so. I I do I don't have any fondness for Mario
1: 64. Um but I like the 2D Marios. Like I think Super Mario 3D World is probably my most my preferred most recent Mario, that and Captain Toad. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that as a exercise in game design and level design that Mario 3D World is much, much stronger than Mario Odyssey. Uh, Mario Odyssey feels much more toward the sort of GTA open world, let's fuck around and find your own fun kind of stuff than like the sort of traditional Nintendo Wii have demonstrated our design chops and iterated and iterated and iterated in every conceivable direction that this could possibly go kind of way Mm -hmm. and Zelda was similar and I think that Zelda is a game that I really really liked like I really liked when I reviewed it obviously but like as months have passed like my sort of fondness has dimmed somewhat like that I don't have like the sort of greatest game of all time feelings toward it or like it doesn't have the same kind of character that something like link to the past does Um, because it is so much more about fucking around and sort of emergent gameplay than it is about like game and encounter design. Um.
0: I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to have a good time. I think uh, it's very weird seeing sometimes, though, the way they juxtapose. To me, I still feel weird about, like, I'm a cheap cheap, and I'm like a little fucking cartoon fish, and then I'm seeing, like, a really realistically rendered eel and that feels yeah. fucking weird. That <laughs> yeah, feels really fucking that, weird to me.
1: Like the realistic dinosaur and stuff like that, and like the realistic people. I there's don't think people, the, actually, the people yeah, look yeah. really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I do think that there's like some visual inconsistency in parts of that
0: game. That well, yeah, because also like all the people are re- realistically rendered to a degree, and then there's like the mayor who's, Pauline. who's not at all. She looks like a she looks like an alien living amongst all these people. Like, mm-hmm. why do you look the way you do? It was so. a good,
1: it was a good on her campaign poster, though.
0: <laughs> so yeah, apparently so. Yeah, that game's, that game's really weird, but really charming. That's good. And the stuff you can do with your little cap is really fun. and Cappy. And I, and I think it's going to be an insane game to watch internet people play. Because the stuff you can do with the hat, as far as the speedrunning and stuff now, is fucking out of this world. Yeah, one so. of our
1: Dota friends has been playing that and doing, making videos, right? That was Sam's video that yeah. went semi-viral.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He did
1: that. As he basically broke a level to speedrun it.
0: Yes, I believe it. Because I've sometimes have broken... like literally just like finger rolled my fingers across the buttons in frustration and got into places where I was like I have no idea how I just did that. So shaking the controller helps. Yeah, well except I've been playing in handheld mode a lot. So then I'm literally shaking the whole screen sometimes to attack things. Yeah,
3: I played the entire game handheld and any time that I was like needed to do one of those motions I wanted to fucking throw it across the room.
0: It's it's not
3: and
1: turn off motion aiming. I I have turned that off. Yeah. What do you aim with?
0: the sticks? No, no, but what would you need motion? You, you, you can, there's, there's multiple parts where you take over a tank. Oh, the tank part. That's right. Okay. I guess It's like I'm a just, whole level of that. Yeah. I Mario just, has a
2: tank level? Yeah, it's totally basically. a tank level. Multiple <laughs> tank levels. a tank
0: boss. So... Hold on. So, yeah, it's it's very weird in that sense. But it is always charming when you find a new creature and you figure out, like, get to play around with, like, the limits of what it can do. So... I only just found the squids that are constantly like pooping out water. Mm-hmm. Yep, those so are you can fun. fly around with them. Yeah, that's the shit.
1: My favorite is like this cactus that
3: grows. The ones that go straight up? Yeah, and then when you let go it jumps. There's a little flip. Yeah. Oh that's, yeah, that's,
1: like, I, I honestly think that's my favorite boss in the game. It's the boss <laughs> in that section. Like, Yeah, that one's really good. And, like, the platforming part that leads up to it, that's actually some of the tightest, like, platforming design in that entire game, is yeah. that whole section, because of, like, the sort of weird idiosyncrasies of the ways that it controls.
0: Yeah, I hate fighting those rabbits, though. I'm like, who are these fucking rabbits? Brutal. Get, get these out of my world. Hot topic employees. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, they're all shitty. Where are my Koopa kids? <laughs> Why are they stealing and messing my up my childhood? Kid? Where are yeah. my Koopa like, kids? Like, they don't need to add Did, new characters to Mario. Didn't they, they, didn't they, like, retcon them? They don't exist anymore?
3: I feel like they might have done yeah. that, yeah.
1: Which I feel betrayed. <laughs> it's yeah. not my Mario. How are you gonna write Birdo into the canon and ditch the Koopa kids? What <laughs> the fuck? uh
3: I, I like the I like the is it cheap? Cheap the one that extends its nose and you like you put jam into walls. No,
1: that's the bird. Yeah, I, I also like I that. Seen that yet? Yeah, yeah, no, it's toward the end of the game.
3: Mm. I like that level a lot, but like I also did the
1: thing to spoil on the shit out of this for Brian. Mm.
3: There's birds you can
1: yeah. stick them into walls. I mean, none of this makes any sense to you. Probably <laughs> hearing it. it's like this is just madness coming out of you. You
3: ride a dinosaur. Yeah, you know you are a dinosaur. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean Mar- the bottom line is that Mario physically possesses the body against the will of all these creatures and then fucking exerts himself onto them. And then they come out and they're fucking disoriented and wondering, you know, why did they do what they did last night? Basically, <laughs> like he's like talk about like taking away any sort of person's fucking right to free will. That's all Mario does throughout that game. It's Mario leave,
3: Ma- Mario leaves and then they look in the mirror and just like flashes of themselves with the mustache and the hat on. I heard
0: a lot of people <laughs> whining about fucking orc slavery and Shadow of Mordor, but no one complains about Mario enslaving everything he comes across. Uh, the stories
1: I've heard from Shadow of War are pretty fucked up.
0: Hey, just because sometimes you enslave someone and they can't handle it, that's not my fault. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Well, you can also like turn them like, Ins- brain dead. Yeah, you can make them insane. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's
1: fucked up. It feels really weird.
0: It it's fucked really up. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. Well
1: I'm not saying you're fucked up for liking it out loud. But
0: it's fucked up. I mean, it's either that or I just pop their heads. Sometimes I do that too.
1: Uh did you play anything else?
2: Nope. Brian, you you're gonna play Mario. I'm gonna play Mario. Uh I've just been going back to the comfort games, <laughs> Dota and Destiny.
0: There's nothing wrong with that.
1: Uh, there was a bunch of preview coverage for Destiny DLC stuff, and and they had their live stream today. Yeah. Do you guys have feelings on that? I caught the story one, but I didn't catch the one today.
3: Um. There's. Destin Ligari
1: seemed Ligari. pretty down. Ligari? Yeah. sorry, sorry, Dustin. Yeah. event, unlikely event that you listen to this,
3: I. You <laughs> seemed pretty down on a lot of the raid stuff. I guess. Yeah. So it's not a a new it's a raid encounter or like raid raid co- lair raid lair lair not lair yeah the person had some trouble pronouncing them yeah um which is also takes place on the leviathan which is the big world eater ship in a different it's, section it eats planets and turns them into jelly yeah world okay. jelly that's um that's, there's a massive jelly. like the baby from
2: dinosaurs you know the show like not grew up yeah. Right,
1: and like commands the ship and eats jelly. But Brian, that baby didn't grow up because the dinosaurs at the end of that show go extinct.
0: <laughs> That's actually how that it's show literally it ends. It's a geologic
1: catastrophe. Is that really how that yeah.
0: is? The no, show, no. The show <laughs> ends with them watching the world ending and being like, oh, what do we do? It's getting cold because of fucking... Uh, the dark As sky fuck. is blacked out. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah oh, that's, and that's how that show ends. I want to look that up. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> that show and Alf have like the most fucked up endings. I don't know how Alf Alf ended. ends with them. Him being taken by like the FBI. Like they show up and they figure, find out Alf's fucking an alien, and we're taking him. into the show. They so, like ET him. Yeah, you've been housing an alien. Sorry, Alf's gone. So, <laughs> okay. eighties <laughs> well, shit was fucked up. <laughs> That's, right. man, that...
1: Dinosaurs, it was, like, sort of plotted that way. Right. Because they were, like, doing all this, like, fucked up shit to their environment. Yeah, that show sure was always about environment. Anyway, dinosaurs. Royal uh, jelly. Space royal jelly. jelly.
2: Oh, there... So there are special areas built into the levels that were not accessible until... Right, I remember Until, like, this raid lair releases, where the, yeah. it's basically a shorter version of the raid. Yeah, but, well... Not the same challenges or boss either. It's no. like
3: a separate mini raid just kind of reusing that same yeah. environment. Rather than I think they said rather than it being like three hours, it's gonna be like forty five minutes.
2: Yeah, like, it's like, like I can't get six people to commit to
3: <laughs> yeah. many hours together. Let's do this thing and knock it out. Yeah. Um as well as they're kind of doing riffs from Diablo two. Like there's they announced this the infinite forest is like different sections like it's basically the things that we've been talking about them doing for a while but it doesn't seem like it's fully realized yet where it's like different chunks of levels that mm-hmm. are connected through these vex portals mm-hmm. um, which are, I guess are semi, semi-random um, then there's a couple new story missions a couple new strikes um, some new like a new public event yeah, they finally they added one more. Yeah, which is apparently is, like, super involved. It's, like, the, the most public events are, like, you figure it out, and it's, like, okay, it's two steps. This seems to be, like, three or four steps, which I guess is kind of interesting. Yeah, but you get, like, double gear as well. Yeah, you but, can get...
1: Yeah. Anyway.
3: Um, are
1: are these the ones you can turn heroic?
3: All, all of them yes. you can turn heroic. Right. They all have heroic, like, modifiers that take you, certain things to trigger. Yeah. yeah. Um. I hate that I actually know that and that I know how to
1: do it on some of them, but yeah. uh, I'm
2: actually I finished the raid four times now and I've gotten the raid shotgun and I'm going to try to prestige mode this thing for the first time uh, ever, which just sounds like a pain in the ass to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: don't you don't sound excited about it. Um, yeah, well it's uh the
2: the people who are normally like my solid normal reliable crew, a lot of them are like out for Thanksgiving. Uh huh. Uh, And it's not you know. I I like my work friends. Love those guys. Um, I hear them
1: playing Overwatch when we play Dota.
2: Yeah. (laughs) No, not them. Not them. Not (laughs) them. They're. I don't like them. I don't love them. (laughs) No, they're fine. Um, but yeah, it's it's like you never you didn't do the raid. You didn't play the raid, did you? No, I didn't get the to the light level to do it. it. It's just like it's already pretty infuriating to play the raid uh, with all these arbitrary rules and systems and there's this one with these dogs that will just I heard you've heard of the dogs yeah well there were six and now they're like well there's eight now (laughs) and at the end your team splits up for the final boss you split up into like two teams of three to take on different like realms and usually you like pick one and that's kind of where you are and now it's like you're switching realms constantly yeah
3: everyone has to rotate through which becomes a mess of communication
2: it just stops you from becoming comfortable it's like just enough to throw you off um, and really, all I'm doing it for because the level cap is not even higher. It's it's not even different gear; it just looks a little different, yeah. right? <laughs> it's just to like get this. I have this stupid shotgun that I leveled up to the max level by rating four times, and it can, it'll be like a different color if I beat this. But like, I'm compelled to somehow, <laughs> somehow. Um, it yeah, so that's coming up this week. Wow. Yeah, you should play with us,
0: James. Oh. Yeah, James. <laughs> Don't you want that different colored right? shotgun?
3: I haven't even got the, the leveled up version of the shotgun. I got the I got the I got the one shot version. The shotgun is really fucking hilarious, though, because it's like stupidly overpowered in certain cir- circumstances. It does a lot of damage, and it has it basically like shoots lightning in like a like a section yeah, in front it's of al- you. It's, like a ra- it's almost like a railgun more than yeah. a shotgun.
2: But um, yeah, like all the guards are carrying it in the raid, and if you shoot them, you don't have to, but someone always does because that's funny, mm-hmm. and then they'll just murder you with them. Um, that's what I'm doing. I'm playing destiny. He's I got all really three characters up it. to three Oh five. I have one exotic left to get and it's the PS four exclusive sniper rifle. And I can't get, which one is that thing? The Borealis. Oh yeah. It's not even that good. No. I wouldn't even use it. No, but it's the last one.
3: You got a million tractor cannons, which are also hilarious. Yeah.
2: It's like a, ah, that gun sucks. I- I've just been like finding myself falling back on the same entertainment over and over lately. The past few months. Like I I started rewatching Pokemon again. And like f- even though I'm older now and I, I realize the show's not as good as I used to think it was when I was a kid, I'm just like rewatching Friends. Like that yeah. show's just comforting to me. I mean, um, there
1: are shows I have that I do that with. I do that with Star Trek. Friends by the way
2: does not handle like anything any sort well. of anything well. No. <laughs> um the there- stuff with like Chandler's father is is pretty?
3: Is pretty I, I you don't, don't remember. remember. now.
2: he's like a like cross-dressing burlesque, like turn trans, like it, it, it's it's just
0: handled like so so horribly. That's yeah. the '90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like shortly after. I feel like we had dude looks like a lady from Aerosmith and stuff like that. So it, wasn't it was like,
1: like the mid '80s. But yeah, it's, yeah. It's
0: just like you know, it's not great. Or go back and watch. I mean, like any '80s memorable movie. There's almost always like some trans joke moment. Or, like, the word like, like,
3: fag thrown around. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. that that's what I remember the most from those movies. And it's like,
1: you know, The Monster Squad, that fun family movie where the kids say fag. Do they? Yes. Yeah. Huh. Because it's a Shane Black movie.
0: I don't remember it. I mean, I, I, I've watched Monster Squad very recently. In Lethal Weapon,
1: there's a part where Riggs talks about how disgusting lesbianism is. Because mm. that's what was okay. At Those moments to sure. make fun of,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, no doubt that's just it is a product of its time, very mm-hmm. much so, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, are you gonna play Destiny with Brian
3: James? i gonna put your when, when, spot. When, when
0: are you gonna do it tomorrow?
3: I am I'll, starting tomorrow. You're out tomorrow, yeah. I'm out tomorrow. I'll be back Saturday, okay. Saturday, or yeah. Sunday.
0: He's one of those people that have actual Thanksgiving plans. Oh, I, I
2: have to figure out what to do. Two years ago, I went to an IHOP by myself, and it normally that stuff doesn't bother me. Yeah. But the, the pity I was getting from that waitress. On mm. Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She'd come by, and she's like, do you need anything?
0: And, and you could tell she wasn't asking about food. <laughs> she's like, you doing all right? When I used to go to restaurants <laughs> by myself, I used to put on Star Trek and sit there and just shovel food at the (laughs) restaurant by myself eating Star Trek watching Star Trek on my phone. Was this in Seattle? I I mean, I did this even when I lived down here. Yeah. So there was definitely times that I would go to like, you know, everywhere around here the Mexican restaurant that me and Arthur used to live by. I'd show up. They'd be like, do you want the regular? I was like, yes, I do. What was the regular
1: at that point? Was it chilaquiles?
0: No, it was enchiladas, enchilada plate and a Mexican Coke. Like, bring me that with my salsa, fucking shove it down my throat while I watch. I might get 10 minutes into an episode of star trek before i'm done with my food and walk home anyway so
1: yeah I, yeah I yeah that's an enormous amount of food too
0: yeah nice little pee.
3: there was a, f- a few places that i have, have had become a regular and i was
0: like i have to stop coming here
1: <laughs> yeah the the coffee shop down the street from me like i go in every morning and they're like croissant i'm like yes
0: <laughs> there's nothing wrong with getting a rapport with people yeah. you know
1: i just don't like being that predictable croissant that's a lot of croissants it's bacon, egg, and cheese on croissant.
3: That's every a Brandon lot of sandwich. even
0: bigger croissant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's a lot of <laughs> <laughs>
3: croissant. Do you remember? Do you remember the place around the corner from IGN that, that did the bagel sandwiches?
0: Yeah, right Brandon next to the
3: Subway, Brandon Street, Brandon Street Cafe. Yeah, it's the other side. Oh, Okay, uh, the along yeah, Brandon, um, and that the dude every morning like. Uh, Brian Malkowitz and I would go all the time, and he would just we'd he'd walk in and just throw the bagels in the in the oven because he knew exactly what we were going to order every single time.
0: I actually went to a place over by IGN and further. Recently, I went to that Crossroads place. Did you guys ever go there when oh, you worked mustard. at IGN? Uh-huh. I, Andrew used to like it, so that's why I went there. It oh, was, yeah, the yeah. It was a place yeah. run by like they hired most like entirely like ex convicts. Yeah, yeah. I it was smoothies. like half bookstore, half like sandwich shop. Oh, as you yeah, are you talking about? about? Yeah, yeah, like really close to IGN. Yeah, yeah. They, it's like a.
3: Not a halfway home, but like a. But they,
0: it is like a it's like a work program, basically. Yeah. Like yeah there's two
3: restaurants. There's that the coffee shop, and then there's like a fancy restaurant towards the end. Towards the end.
0: Oh, I didn't know they had both
3: of those. Yeah, it's the the entire complex is owned by them.
0: Interesting. Um, that's legit.
3: Yeah. Um, also uh, a movie theater in there, I think. Really? Yeah, they used to rent it out for. Um,
0: Wait. Yes, I I I went to a Bullet Storm event there. Yeah,
3: Or walk like what, the. I like Telltale rented it out for like. Whenever they were doing Walking Dead or whatever, they would rent it out and you you go play in a theater by yourself.
0: That's right. Yeah. I remember that now. Arthur, did you play any computer entertainment?
1: Uh, I played some more Assassin's Creed Origins, slowly chipping away at that game, but haven't really had a lot of time until the last couple of days. And even then, not really a lot of time. Uh, more Dota, more 7.07C, are we on C or D? I think we're on D. Um that is a goofy ass patch we're still fully working out how goofy dota 2 is right now it's
2: really odd and i didn't i mean i noticed it but then who started playing with us who hadn't for a while mitch Mitch, yeah he's like what is happening in this game i don't understand this game anymore." yeah
3: we go like oh yeah you should get nullifier he's like i don't what does that do it's not just that it's like
1: he hasn't even seen tiny go out of control yet but he did and he freaked out He's like, he keeps throwing trees at me. No, and but costs- not that. That's not what's broken about Tiny. <laughs> what's broken about Tiny is spell resist.
3: Like, oh, okay. well, all, all, all strength heroes, yeah. Like, all
1: strength heroes. It's like, oh, that four-second stun? Two and a half seconds.
3: Fuck your stun. Yeah. Uh, basically, now, each of the primary attributes scale a certain thing. So intellect scales spell damage. Yeah, which it man- did before. And mana regeneration, I think. Yeah, it. And then... Uh, agility
1: is still armor
3: it's all the same stuff speed? everything is the same but something got added which uh,
1: agility has movement speed yeah and strength then. used to be just raw hp and now it's spell resist and, and, and regeneration still. and regeneration yeah
2: <laughs> but um it's weird it's real weird it's just, there's just so many it's like okay there's this character kanka who summons like a ghost ship and okay. it's like well now he has five it's ghost ships, so and like invoker can cast this like sun beam that shoots out of the sky and it's like well now you can shoot 10 of those. At and the you don't target them. It
3: just targets everyone on the map.
2: Yeah. <coughs> it, it's like that Dota WTF mode where the the whole theory behind it was like, imagine every hero in the game got nothing but buffs for like 50 patches. It's like, they're like,
1: let's do that. <laughs> like, And then there's turbo mode, which is largely having the effect that we wanted, which is like, it's a way to play a faster game of Dota, but it is showing like the sort of ways in which the system can be broken without the economy working the way that it is originally designed because you get everybody levels up super fast everybody gets way more gold towers take way more damage
2: they're like turbo mode a game of dota in half the time
1: yeah and towers are weaker right so um but everybody gets way more money in gold and so you like you're just getting like these crazy items and like these crazy like gimmick strats and combos that you would never get in a real game until like 65 or 70 minutes in at like 20 minutes yeah Uh, and it definitely breaks like kunkka like, with an axe. 65 minutes
0: in is a weird thing to say about any video game. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. I agree. It's not the longest game
1: i played. I'm pretty sure that's like two hours and 20 minutes. But uh, Did you win? That sounds awful. We did win. Were you techies? We had a techies on our team. Of course. Uh, and once we were down to one racks and Tower, that's when the game got easier for us. Like, we were in our base for half of that game. But we had a techies. R- and R- I R- was a silencer. R- who was the techies?
2: Was it I think, Jason?
1: I think it might have been Mark. That sounds that makes sense. That yeah. sounds about right. Okay. Actually, I don't. I don't think it was Mark, it, but Mark was playing with me, and I was a silencer, and I started as a support, and eventually became like the hardest fucking carry. Yeah, because there were like seventy deaths on the other team, and I was around for most of them. You um, just hit, like a fucking truck. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's it's interesting. It's just it's it's. Part of me wonders if they put turbo mode in the game to see what's broken, so they can fix it at some point. But. uh
3: i mean uh, it's also part of that onboarding process that we've been talking about forever that like it they it, it is marketed towards hey you can bring your friends in and like does it does that does it strike you as like less intimidating yeah it, it, it's, it's purely on the, t- on the time scale like huh. if all right if you can fuck up and be done in 20 minutes rather than being done in it 45 minutes to an hour and right. like then fine and even if you're fucking up, like, you're still getting items quicker. You're, like, you're... You can still make progress. Like, we had been teaching um, Ryan commence to play because he had played a little bit and he hadn't played for a while and we were playing oh, some shit. games. Oh, shit, he's playing now? Uh, he was for a little bit. Okay, I was about yeah. to you say, kid, like, coming hard. back to Dota. Um, but, like, trying to teach someone in the, over the course of the game, especially with people... Like, we were we're all competent now. Like there was a long time where I think we were all, a lot of us were still learning and we we're still figuring it out. And it was like, whatever. It was we're fun a lot of excuses. Yeah. And like crispy could carry most of those games. That doesn't exist anymore ever. Like we're at, we've evened our MMR out to where it, we all kind of have to play serious. If we're going to play real Dota. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like playing with someone like Ryan, who like, was literally like, okay, you need to do this. Like trying to keep him on farm rotations. Cause he was playing like Legion commander in
0: the jungle. Um, oh, that's a hard thing to jump back into. I feel like, yeah. Well, it's know. like
3: you can kind of AFK, but then like tr- trying to be like, okay, you're six. You need to go get a kill now. And but like he hit level six when everyone else was hitting ten. Right. So it's basically like, well, you're
0: fucked at this point. Yeah. He he just he just shouldn't be playing with you guys. That's probably yeah. what it is. Like, we need Smurfs. We have to start Smurfs. It, yeah.
3: yeah. Well, people were even with that, but it's it, it's still hard to like teach someone that and to be like you should. And That's what we always would like play play support just because you can have impact and like hang out with people and have a, a lane buddy. But it's, it's it's just complicated. And so like turbo, just it should be like okay, cool. You'll regardless you'll get gold because everything's just worth more. And you can probably get a decent amount of items relatively quickly. Yeah, Turbo's
0: so, effectively Dota's ARAM, basically, right? Just yeah. go fuck around and learn to play this person. To at least try out their powers. and
3: Yeah, because everyone will hit 25 it. for the most part. Yeah.
0: And that's yeah. what I used to do. Anytime they released a hero, champion in League of Legends, I was like, let's just ARAM for a while so I can just sit here and see what their powers feel like. Yeah. It also just allows for Goofies.
2: Like, a, a support hero hitting 25 in a regular game almost never happens it's like long that's a long game yeah um but a lot of the supports have really ridiculous level 25 talents that are like maybe not overpowered but just like
1: or like level 20 and 25 talents that suddenly change the way that they can be played right Like,
2: like a like a this this character who exists solely to like jump into a fight and like stun everybody Gets like plus two hundred and fifty damage at twenty five,
0: which I've, is huge. I've played over <laughs> two hundred hours of Dota, and I don't think I've ever played more than two games where I hit over where I hit twenty.
1: Uh, yesterday we played a game where CM bought a Satanic.
3: Yeah. So this is a this is a support that is like the least hard hitting person in the game. She
2: throws snowballs, and they're like pew pew. Yeah, and they sound like that. <laughs>
3: And then she's just like murdering
2: people. She with has her an staff.
0: attack speed talent. The other thing too, though, is I also know in this room, me saying I've played two hundred hours of Dota is like is adorable. Doop, it's a little drop in a bucket compared to like the amount of hours spent collectively here. So,
1: yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And Fuck. we
0: still like got our asses handed to us today.
2: I know. I, I'm gonna well, cross. Well, those a new people threshold. over
0: there probably are the same thing, right? Where or like, like,
1: or not? Which is like the worst
0: thought. Yeah, they're 15 and <laughs> yeah. they're just like cyborgs. So
1: I'm gonna cross a pretty disgusting threshold by the end of the year. I'm sure. I mean, I have like 450
0: hours in Battlegrounds.
1: So. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna pass 5,000 in the Dota client by the end of the year. In the client, at least Battlegrounds. There's no observing even. <laughs> just like that's all. Yeah. Just me sitting there grinding out games, and mind you, probably. 40% of those games have been about two minutes long. So it's a lot of matches.
2: Mitch and Arthur started after me and have both surpassed me in time and matches played. <laughs> so, well, yep. I mean, not much after, I think maybe six months after or
0: so.
1: Yeah. But, I, I started right at the tail end of everyone's first wave of Dota playing. And then I started up when you guys started back up.
0: First wave of Dota playing. First wave. Seasons. It got killed by, uh, what was it? Rust. Rust. Yeah yeah the rust train really derailed it yeah and then destiny i feel like probably derailed you guys for a little bit and yeah i don't know i feel like either minor those are like minor road bumps though i mean like it's
1: it's like a cycle over the course of the year there'll be like out of the 12 months of the year there'll probably be like a three month period where people don't play like or three months total where people don't play Like, like
3: it's usually post ti like around february everyone starts playing a bunch again yeah
1: like post major like post ci tends to coincide with like the fall release season yeah and so like people will get a couple months through that and be playing all these other games and then once the end of october rolls around it's like that dota itch comes back
2: i'm in it deep right now i just want to play a ton of dota
1: yeah um so in addition to dota i'm also like sort of going through and still like spending time sort of fucking around with my xbox one x because more and more games are getting patches uh
3: advanced warfare looks crazy infinite warfare looks yeah, fucking infinite bananas warfare, me. Yeah.
1: uh apparently it's like native 4k most of the time
3: and hdr hmm. which is pretty impressive yeah uh, when you came out of that cave on in the first level onto the ice planet it's, it's yeah or moon or whatever it looks like it, it was blinding
1: yeah it's it looks real real good uh the the surprise game that i've been spending a little time with today because people keep talking about it like the reset era threads and on twitter is that uh Homefront the Revolution got a bunch of patches after it released last year, and then they gave a fairly large Xbox One X patch Mm -hmm. um, that kind of makes it look almost like a different game. Right. Um, How how big are these patches coming through, by the way? It depends. So if it's like engine stuff, just to take advantage of like to increase the fidelity of a shader or improve the, the shadows or to increase the resolution, that doesn't take like a big footprint. If it's adding new assets, it can be enormous. Like, if Fallout 4 gets a 4K asset update, that's going to be gigantic. Um, Halos was like 18 gigabytes, but they also added 4K cutscenes. Uh, like they gotcha. reauthored all their cutscenes in 4K. Damn.
0: I um, I'll still be surprised to see how this thing does a year from now. When because like all the games I hear people talk about their Xbox One X, I'm like, okay, so it's a game from a year ago. I I
1: mean it's also the games now like Battlefront 2 looks fucking bananas and World War like Call of Duty World War 2 looks amazing and Wolfenstein looked great like Assassin's Creed Origin looks fucking fantastic like it's just it is like the the graphics card thing that we talked about last week or the week before I
0: thought Wolfenstein didn't look great I thought it
1: didn't look good on Xbox one on Xbox one X it's like it was very muddy on
0: Xbox one it's like 10 times the resolution I guess it's just hard to pony up like you're literally paying like what is it it's a graphics like 150 percent more for the xbox one X. if
1: you were i i don't know it depends on the size of your library like how much you play it like yeah i i if you have a 4k hdr tv if you have a 4k tv that's like a big factor although on 1080p stuff still looks good um like what it does with 360 games is really cool i want <laughs> to see them push more of that and they haven't added anything new yeah um which i really desperately want them to do
3: have there been any sales numbers post their pre-order numbers they i think that they sold i want to say like
1: eighty thousand in the uk in the first week which was a lot yeah like that's m- more than the pro sold in its first month okay um and microsoft people were alluding to significantly higher numbers in the u.s hmm. so i'll be curious to see what that looks like um
3: I wonder if this is the tipping point for 4K finally. Like I feel like for TV sets
1: we're there. Right. Like they're they're all basically 4K now.
0: I don't know any friend of mine that isn't in the games press that has a 4K TV. Not one. Yeah. Just uh, just thinking about my average oh, consumer yeah. friends that play video games. Yeah. None of them own 4K TVs. A lot
3: of well again, a lot of them if like in the industry have them at work. So a lot of them are just using it at, at, at like their work ones instead but yeah
1: i'm last year i saw a lot of people saying oh i'd like to buy 4k and didn't this year i'm seeing a lot of people saying all right i did it i bought the tv
0: yeah i yeah. think it's just hard because when you look like i understand the 4k is better but when you look at the price difference currently between like if i could go out and buy a 55 inch 1080p tv for like nothing i don't i think it's
1: more that people bought 1080p tvs like three or four years ago right when they were not, like two
0: thousand dollars and they're like Oof. there's not like a good reason to upgrade yeah
1: um and like i think that hdr looks amazing and 4k can look really good i i understand why
3: people would say i'm good with 1080p for right now yeah um it's also there's a certain number of people that went from i mean i'm getting a 4k tv to a lot of them i know have switched to pc gaming in general um and have rebuilt pcs so they've invested in those over tvs i am starting to see
1: some people sort of start to drift back to consoles from pc in the last six months um but I don't. I the thing about the Xbox One X is that it's at a pretty sweet spot for price as far as doing 4K stuff because it's still incredibly expensive to do that on PC. Yeah. Um, like you need like
3: a might MSRP
1: yeah five hundred dollar video card to start to approach it, and usually they're going for like six hundred right now because of Bitcoin and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cost effective. But anyway, uh, Homefront is weird. It's weird immediately because it starts with the world's least likely premise, which is that North Korea has had super advanced technology that the whole world likes. They're like super Samsung. North Korea? North Korea, yeah. So the first home front was North Korea invading
0: America. It was originally China and then they were worried about pissing off China, so they changed it kind of last minute to North Korea. Okay. The most plausible Uh, of premises.
2: Like, uh, didn't Red Was it like a unified Korea? Was that the first or the second
1: game? Like, oh,
0: you're right. They may have been that they unified North and South Korea or something like they, that. They say North Korea
1: over and over Okay, and over again. Okay. Um, and that like North Korea has had amazing technology since the 70s. That like North Korea like makes all the cell phones that everybody wants to use and all the weapons that people, that armies use and all that. And that America, like they bought a ton of American debt, which is what China does. Uh, and that as... America's America defaulted on their debt and North Korea sort of stepped in and like gave humanitarian aid to people and took over the country.
0: Small little-known fact, North Korea, the reason they've been able to afford making nukes is because they have become extremely more capitalist in the last, like, after Kim Jong-il died and Kim Jong-un took over, he's made them way more capitalist. So, Also, so,
1: Russia has sold them everything they need to make them. But I'm saying
0: the way they've afforded it is by doing that little-known thing. North Korean artists... Uh, did some of the animation of Lion King. Most people don't know that. So I there didn't you go. I know that. I didn't.
1: I know Korea does a lot of animation for everything,
0: but yeah, technically it's illegal. I think for Americans to contract with North Korea, but they're using but the, they use a, One country that yeah. then subcontracted out to North Korea. Yeah. So um, subcontracts on subcontracts. <laughs> so
1: like that whole it feels like libertarian survivalist fantasy, and a lot of the writing sort of reflects that, and it's really weird and it's not, the writing isn't very good. The dialogue isn't very good. Um, it feels like there's like a sort of a lot of passive objectification of female characters. Like this one, like supposed this sort of stereotype, strong black woman character that you meet right at the beginning. Like she's super strong and then she turns around and she's got like cleavage plunging all the way down to like the bottom of her rib of like her sternum. So you can see like all sorts of shit. And it's like, I mean, that's weird that that's there.
2: Uh, is it- is the premise so ridiculous that you can't get over it or d- does it just like full commit to it? It's, you're you're it's, kind of like it fully commits
1: right. to it, but it's sort of nagging it at me at the corner. But so when this game came out, like there were the kind of complaints it got was that it ran worse than maybe any other big game did. Like it's sort of in the teens frequently that it ran it ran at super low resolution on both consoles that mm-hmm. it fucking ruined PCs that tried to run it, uh, because it was just like poorly optimized CryEngine three. Um, And so the developers have sort of been chipping away at technical updates and have released a couple of downloadable content packages, like of story DLC. Um, And so when the Xbox One X thing came out, because people were so desperate to look at stuff that had Xbox One X updates, and because this has a trial on the store, like that lets you play a bunch of it for free, Hmm. and then if you want achievements or to continue past a certain point, then you can buy it. People have tried it and people have been saying for the last two weeks that, holy shit, Home from the Revolution on Xbox One X looks amazing. It's like a totally different game. And so I decided to check it out because I finally coughed up the extra money every month to take off my bandwidth cap because Comcast sucks. And thought, why don't I just download all the things? Uh, And so I've been playing, I played a, a few hours today and that game looks really good. I'll give it that. It performs pretty much flawlessly at 30 um, like with a, like a couple of loading stutters. But other than that, it looks very, very, very clean. I don't think it's native 4K. It's like 1800p or something. But the HDR looks really, really good. The yeah. world looks really, really good.
0: I wonder if removing your bandwidth cap somehow places you on some sort of list somewhere. Like now the feds are like, what the fuck's this guy up to? Like what? playing video games. What DVD nerd? fucking Blu-ray hacking group is this motherfucker a part of that he's doing this crazy fucking... In- you know, like, you got to be, like, a small percentage of humans out there. I don't think I've downloaded a torrent
1: in more than a
0: year. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, d- I don't even know how I would do that right now. I don't know. I still know, but, like, I I just don't. Let me be clear. I know how I do it. I Google it. But right. I would not know how to do it in a way where I would not also be putting crazy viruses on my right. computer. Right, yeah, there's that. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'll probably play it a little
1: more. I don't know if I'll buy it. It is cheap right now. It's, like, $12. Oh, damn. Because of the okay. Black Friday sale. Um, so I've got a couple of days to decide whether or not I want to do that and I'll probably play some more but it looks really good and it just does sort of contribute to that that idea of like oh there are going to be games that I end up going back to because at one point they ran like absolute dog shit but the developers fixed them and I do feel like this hap- it's gotten pro patches as well mm. um, and so the, these mid-cycle consoles are giving like an opportunity for developers to revisit their games and maybe like Get a second, smaller bite at the apple. Yeah, if they didn't really get a chance because of like technical problems with their stuff.
2: Hmm. Which um, game that you have played has the best bump from, uh, I guess, performance or visually or both? Um, I don't
1: know. There been Halo some, looked crazy. There are some really dramatic improvements. Like Halo, Halo had a really hard time hitting 1080p on Xbox One. Like it was down to like 790 pretty frequently, which um, is
0: crazy to me. Sometimes when I go back and look at Halo, because sometimes I look at it and I'm like. Some parts of this game look old, like real old. So, looking at that game on Xbox One X, it's like a
1: console generational difference.
0: Because
1: hmm. first of all, it's at 4K almost all the time. Uh, it never drops ballistics. It does not drop a frame, ever. Uh, they reauthored all the cutscenes at 4K. The the texture filtering was like a big problem on that game, to where you'd get like really muddy looking stuff more than a few feet out in front of you, and like the level of detail change in that game. Like as you'd walk, you'd see stuff sort of pop in detail really right. hard. That stuff has been largely fixed Um, there's still some geometry detail that pops in and far away you'll see enemies animate at like thirty frames per second looks which looks super fucking weird uh but that game looks dramatically better um Wolfenstein looks dramatically better like that game runs at like like eight hundred p on a xbox one s and runs very rarely below four k on xbox one x um yeah. Uh Mirror's Edge, the three sixty game looks no. fucking incredible. Fallout three looks fucking incredible. Um those are the surprises. Like those are the real genuine surprises. Everything else, like, yeah, of course it plays Xbox One X- Xbox One games better, but mm-hmm. the three sixty stuff is the really impressive stuff. Gears three and four K is just really weird. Like that that is a thing.
3: Hmm. Well, do you wanna take a break or do you wanna keep going?
1: Uh, do we want to read right. a couple tweets?
0: We can read some emails. Yeah. Yeah, let's take a quick second
4: on my phone.
2: The first letter. So much piss. And vomit I everywhere. It. Did people just come back and listen to, to us say so much piss? Yep. Got it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You've so you been on the show before. I don't feel like this is that big a surprise.
0: <laughs> um, man, I can't. I'll have to find it. Somebody wrote in and said they wanted to give back to us. And what he wanted to specifically give back is a PVC bow that he makes. I 100% want your PVC bow. <laughs> I've watched YouTube videos of people making PVC bows. Like from piping? Like like yeah, a piece of plastic PVC pipe that you buy like from the store. In Predator
1: Four, when Arnold Schwarzenegger goes into an abandoned building and starts starts pulling pipes out of things to make a bow, is that really? What you want. Hold up. Did I somehow? I thought there were no. only two Predator movies. Well, no, there's three Predator movies. Okay, okay. But they are supposedly writing Predator Four. Shane oh. Black is writing it.
2: Oh, Predators! Predators what was the yeah. third one. Forgot yeah. about that. Um, How was that? I enjoyed Real it. Real quick.
3: Is it a right? Rodriguez one? That was the. It one wasn't.
1: What, no, it was. It was. Uh, this dude, Robert Rodriguez, produced it. It was this dude who had done like some French horror movies, right?
0: And it was like the one with like a team of mercenaries on a planet or something. They like that. were people Just like Adrian like, Brody. Adrian Brody. they like it. Yeah, it were, like champions.
1: Yeah. they. They were like horrible criminals. From all over the world, like plucked
0: off the earth. Right, that was why I had a hard time watching because I was like, I don't like any of these people. They're all terrible. Got it.
3: Anyway, also, it was awesome. was okay. the
0: original. It was a battle royale. It was kind of a battle royale. <laughs> yeah. This
3: is like 2010. It's pre-hungry. What? 2011. There's, 2011. there's a game. There's a game titled for everyone. You make a predator where there's one predator and everyone else is fighting each other except there's one predator.
0: Yeah, and you can team up to fight them. Yeah. Doesn't evolve? No, Evolve URL. Um, yeah. but yeah. Anyway. anyway anyways, PVC I will, bow. It would I'll, be
3: Friday
1: the 13th, the game. <laughs> I'll with find the you. I'll
0: find your email. I can't find it right now. I might have accidentally archived it or something stupid, but I'll find you. And yes, I want a PVC bow, Mr. Man from Porto, Portugal. So, so you're going to get a weapon in the mail? I mean, it's just a piece of PVC uh, yeah, when no. it arrives to me until I put a <laughs> string on it. But actually, they are. It is crazy how well you can make. Like, there are surprise. Well, maybe it's not surprising. A surprising amount of videos on the Internet. That you can watch about how to make your own homemade weapons. Yeah. So, and with uh, PVC, what you do is you basically just need a heat gun, a piece of PVC, and then basically like these like aluminum steel alloy rods that they use for like reinforcing things. I think. Like, so, like small projects. There's a little of flex in them. Yes. No. To make it so they don't snap. Ah. So okay. you put those in, and they do flex, but they're also extremely hard. So now you can get like a fucking sixty pound draw on a piece of PVC that will fucking punch an arrow through a person's body if you wanted it to jesus christ so, anthony does want it to 60 p- that's i used to go hunting in iowa with like
2: bows shotguns 60 loaders, pounds everything.
0: is like it's like a really heavy it's bow. pretty
2: significant yeah yeah that's like aggressive. i when
0: i go shoot arrows i have a 22 pound that's just for target shooting and it doesn't even shoot that far it's just for right. fun yeah like like at that point you got it i mean and 22 pounds after like 20 minutes to me it makes my arm tired it's like 60 What's pounds it called? is it recumbent Oh yeah recurve like, uh, so i use a recurve bow and recurve. then there's and then there's that's the ones you actually have, have to have fucking donkey strength to pull back that's why i only have a 22 pound one and then there's compound bows, bows. that have yeah. the pulleys and stuff that it only takes like 20 pounds of weight to shoot at 60 pounds like it's like you know, uh, cheating through science there's a scene in justice league
3: yeah. um, where someone shoots a bow and the person holds the bow right next to their cheek and i was like D-. Like don't do that. Don't do that. Like, why would anyone do that? You will hurt. Like, I get that they're supposed to be a super human, but like, I mean, you, you do that though. You do though. Yeah, you it pretty close to your cheek. But it was you're... like it was like it was like touching their cheek.
0: Some people do, but yeah, yeah. I agree. It, you, it, it can rip your fucking skin off if you're not yeah. careful. So, but yeah, actually, the movie I've seen that shows like how powerful and deadly arrows are, if you ever want to see, is a God. What was that movie with a? Uh, Where he's like the man who gets his throat cut by a bear, and then he keeps living. The Revenant. The the Revenant. Yes. Yeah. That movie. The opening of the Revenant. The bear. Rape. Before the bear rape part has the single most brutal, like people being hit by arrows I've ever seen in a movie. Most of the time, people get hit by arrows. They're like, oh, it sucks. It hurts. This is like people getting knocked off their feet at a dead run. Like I, you know, and it's like true. Arrows are like being hit by a really fast moving giant fist that just like punches through your body so they're fucking terrifying anyways video game questions you guys sent them to us letters that eat just sleep uh the first question though i'm going to skip you comes from twitter because and i'm showing favoritism because it's nigel okay so, comes from lancer nemo on twitter who says if you're still taking questions which trend do you think dev studios publishers should start moving away from follow up where do you hope that trend evolves is he giving us a list or is he just having his name one no nope, just a trend i would say a trend that i'd like to see is uh more studios making multiple small games at once you think people are going to move away from that or move toward it? move towards that um, less and less and less uh betting the farm on this one thing type yeah. jobs like, today, like like telltale now or, or like, well, like, Ubi, Ubi of, Art, like the Ubi Arc games or UbiArk or even
1: Swi- I mean Double Fine is making smaller Double Fine smaller
0: always so. does that so to where I'm, and I'm not saying like regardless of what you think of an individual studio I just mean that as someone who has faced financial instability from only having really one property that you're working on Um, it is nice when you can have something where you're like if this fails we're not done you know it's like ah that sucks that failed but we also have these other bets that we have going on right? and so yeah. It is tough for like, like even like the studio that, for instance, like Ubisoft Studio that made South Park, like they had everything riding on South Park, and I don't know how well that's done, but I could see like it's when, well MPD. when you do the financials for the next year and you're thinking about, well, do we keep the studio open? You're looking at like their one thing they made, you know, and it's like it's tough to know like, you know, what's like justifying someone's existence unless you have a lot, your fingers in a lot of pots, and sometimes I feel like it's easier to do that if you're making something that's on a smaller, more achievable <laughs> scope.
3: Yes, but I think there's also look at uh Housemark who did a bunch of small stuff that they then found that they didn't succeed, and but, now then that go ahead, oh, okay, but now then now they're focusing on making a bigger tit- like bigger titles,
1: but Housemark also took like four fucking years between games, didn't they. No, well, they, no, no, no. They did, like, Star with launch, right?
3: Resogun. And then they had, Pace, they had a zombie well, game. There was oh, other, They've okay. had a bunch of titles. They put, like, probably... They put a, out one, like, every year and a half. Yeah. They did, uh... Was it, like, Dead Nation? Yeah. Was that but them? Yeah. I also say, and too, that... What was the dropship one? Isn't that them? That were, like, uh that you're all, like, you drop ship into it and it has, like, if you hit each other, you die. Oh, no, uh, no, they didn't do... No, they did hell, not do, that. Hell 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 yeah, they did do a
0: game called Alien Nation, which right, is another okay. one that's very similar to Helldivers. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. I, but, but that being said, all their games are also... I should say that I would also want the trend game. to be make multiple games. Don't let your studio become shoehorned as we just do shooters. Like right, right, like right. And that's the thing be.
3: is, like they were like, we were full in on They're twin arcade. Stick.
0: They yeah. do twin stick arcade games. Right. That's their thing. This email felt like it was fishing for some
1: reassurance that loot boxes are going to go away, which is absolutely not going to happen. Um,
2: well, you call you get a call with Bob Iger, and then.
1: <laughs> right, because I'm sure that Disney, a notoriously hands off company, had absolutely no input whatsoever onto the business model. Yeah, of I thought, their I one thought they were AAA the ones responsible release. for it, but I don't know. Like,. like I, I think that the presumption that Disney did not actively par- play a part in the way that the business model was determined before the controversy is, an, is a little nice.
3: There is another EA Star Wars game that uses a very similar, st- the Galaxy of Heroes. Galaxy of Heroes right. yeah. Yeah, it uses a very similar business model yeah. that's apparently very successful.
1: Uh, I think loot boxes are not going to go away. Uh, the Justice Minister of Belgium is not going to get them banned in, in the EU. And the Hawaiian government is not going to get them declared gambling and illegal in this country. Uh, the shitty practice I don't like that does seem like it's going away and has for a couple of years is map packs.
3: Yeah. Um, so like, some similar things to like the season pass.
1: Yeah, there's really I mean season pass stuff I don't think will go away but it seems like it's more oriented towards story DLC Mm -hmm. for the stuff that uses it. Like really the only multiplayer shooter that's selling map packs at this point is call of duty. Like nobody else is doing it.
3: Uh, I would consider kind of what destiny is doing. It is a map pack. You get, you get new maps with the, uh... but
1: it's also like new campaign stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I I think destiny is an example of someone else doing essentially map pack stuff. That's fine. But like, other than that, like, there's really not a lot of games that, that's selling multiplayer
3: content. No. I mean, um, it's the, that's like it's the, the upsides of the games of service um, phenomena. I guess I like, fucking EA is doing it,
1: too, with Battlefield. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, Halo didn't, Gears didn't.
3: Well, because they, they just realized that like splitting up the player base sucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember like
2: matchmaking into the different game types, and like this one's for like mythic owners and right. It's like,
0: like okay. No. <laughs> yeah, I had um, a problem with that in the first Battlefront, even not because of map packs, simply because there were so many modes that I was like, sometimes I, like. I forget what that golden rule is. I think it's like three choices is like the best for people, and then after that, they start to feel terrible. Yeah, there choices. were too many modes, and there was way too many modes. I, just like I, shotgunned out.
3: I like the way that uh, Titanfall has done it, or like just in Titanfall Two, where it like you can select which ones you want to queue for, so you can, and it automatically selects every single one. So, if, if people are just coming in and I want to play right now, it cues me into you whatever it can find. Kill the one that
1: you hate out. Yeah. Which is what Dota does. Like, you can match make yes. queue for like four or five different game types. Yeah. And it's just looking for the best match out of all of those. Mm-hmm. Here's a
0: question, real quick. You maybe, I thought at first, I was like, why would you read this? But then I was like, oh, maybe Arthur would know. Oh, God. Matt says, I got an Xbox One X and cinematics seem to look worse than gameplay, specifically the backgrounds. Is that an in game TV or? Or some some setting, maybe brightness, and I was thinking, could that just be that the that the cinematics look worse than the gameplay because they weren't rendered out at 4K or yeah, something that like that? Yeah, that seems most
1: likely.
2: Yeah,
0: that's kind of what we've seen,
1: like with yeah. the banding and stuff. Like you see. super compressed 1080p on a 4K TV does not translate especially well.
3: Yeah. So the way that yeah, they're basically encodes that. The, so what you're seeing your video files playing back. Yeah. So if you're not if you're not exporting at that, you're just upsampling... Which means you're just taking those pixels and stretching them up and up applying and up and up. an algorithm
1: to sort of interpolate information. Yeah. Um, which is like what we were saying earlier with Halo Four. Like it was surprising and nice that they re-encoded and re-authored all those cutscenes at 4K.
3: Yeah, and it, that takes some work. Like yeah. because you're not, ju- you're like probably going back in and changing the lighting and all these different things, so that when you actually capture that that footage, that you're like it it looks nice. And it's not like with YouTube,
1: it's not like with YouTube where you upload a video and it creates like a bunch of different versions from like mm-hmm. some kind of source file. It's like with with game with home video authoring like you're going through and tweaking like compression and and data rate at various parts to try to make something as small as you can with as high a quality as you can. Yeah. And there are a lot of times doing that shit by hand. So yeah. it just takes time.
3: That, that's why yeah, when you upload to YouTube or any any site, you start with a really really high bitrate. Uh, video that then gets compressed down, or like it re I guess like, all the different versions are re encodes of that original yeah. file.
1: A counterexample to Halo 5 is that uh the cutscenes in Battlefront 2 look kind, kind of dog shitty, yeah. uh, and like just from a compression and mm-hmm. image quality perspective, and the cutscenes in like Wolfenstein 2 look bad yeah. because they're like poorly compressed 1080p cutscenes.
3: And that's something they can fix, but it's very expensive to re-download video assets yeah. because they're also re-downloading audio. It's like, it's it's a lot. It's a lot.
0: There you go.
1: Uh, something I learned today about yeah. Xbox One Xs is apparently they have surge protectors built into the hardware, and they don't want you plugging them into surge protectors. Like they could fail to function. That seems mm. more inconvenient. It seems like more of a pain in the ass.
0: Yeah, because well, who doesn't plug it? Who plugs, plugs us into it, the, like, wall.
1: In the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like the, the manual of the system apparently says that you should plug it into the wall.
3: Huh? I wonder, I wonder if that's through their, their, their lab tests that like, that's the best way to do it. But like, they can't tell anyone to do that. they like, it, it's basically like it, they're, so they're not liable for that stuff of like a failure is not like they're like hey we know it, will fa- it can fail
0: if you do this.
1: Right I guess like it's with some people they've gotten like it won't turn on basically if you have it plugged into a surge protector. Oh weird.
0: Uh, Brody writes and says why are so many developers seemingly terrible at developing a pricing model that won't turn players off? Are these seemingly terrible models actually paying off and that's why they continue to use them? The model I'm primarily referring to is the $60 game with locked content that has to be purchased or earned over time. Rainbow Six Siege Battlefront 2. And I was thinking about this, and I was like, no one complains about having to earn every gun in a Call of Duty game. The only difference is they don't put a price tag where you could just pay $20 and have it all.
1: Mm, Didn't they kind of start doing that? There
0: are loot boxes that you can... There are loot boxes, but I'm saying you still have to earn the guns to unlock them. But if someone just put a price tag and said, mm. Hey, guess what? You don't have to earn any of your No, if you get a gun in a loot there.
1: box in like Black Ops three or
3: whatever, you have that I, gun now. No, I think you still have to like spend a token to unlock that gun. So it's loot boxes and keys. Yeah, it kinda of, kind of, yeah. I mean, like if it's already unlocked, like if the it's a variant. So if right. you have the base unlocked, I think you have it already.
0: Okay. Right, that's still through loot boxes, but like in Battlefront, you can straight up just like unlock characters by buying them, I'm pretty sure. And if someone put that in call of duty like a 20 dollars don't have to worry about leveling up to get all the guns attachments perks i wouldn't mind that personally as yeah. a person who's not going to spend for but no one can compla- like um i guess what i'm more thinking about is how the attitude has changed that i should buy a game and just have access to everything i feel like this versus is, like i used to ex- expect to pay 60 hours into this to just like yeah get I, I feel like
1: this is a couple different questions like one of the questions is progression like and the reason that not, not everything is unlocked in a multiplayer game at first is to make you want to keep playing it right it's like a series of rewards which is what like modern warfare sort of started basically was that like yeah. that rpg sort of reward loop
2: it's crazy how significant the, the feeling was between because it was like halo 3 was like the king around that time right and For then like
3: two months and then modern warfare came out and everyone's like low doubts, Broke xbox right? live yeah yeah um, the the I think the other part of that question was like the the pricing on it, which uh, I, that stuff is very hard. Yeah, like uh, we've been watching a Dota tournament this week called Midas Mode, which is and I'm not going to explain the rules of it, but basically each character has a price associated with it uh, to to pick it or to ban it, to pick it or ban it, and they the all the teams instantly found a way around that because they started randoming and like. The, the, just the game, the system, and so that figuring out an economy in a game, and Anthony can probably tested, is probably one of the most complicated things. If, if it's not like a linear progression system, if it's a earn this amount of credit so you can get this at this timing, it's just it's complicated, and and, and you you have to make estimates of what you think the amount of time that your players are gonna pu- gonna put in, how they're gonna play that, like it, are they going to play for the gaming this system, are they gonna play just to play right. and if they're not if they're not hitting the challenges like in uh, battlefront 2 and
0: think. getting it right before the game's even out is incredibly hard i mean just look yeah. at like i it's just like blizzard can't get it right right off the bat it took them a long time with diablo to get it to a point where it was like something where, it was or like, even hearthstone like yeah. hearthstone
1: is not the same today as it was when it launched heroes of the storm is a fucking mess
3: yeah yeah it's um, just like that's a really hard thing to do yeah um, it, it, it you, you you balance amount of content with a progression and, like, if they just gave you everything up front, then you bounce off.
1: Right. And this is all determined via trying to understand player psychology, which is flawed science. Like, yeah. It's not necessarily that it's flawed science. It's just based on an understanding that could radically shift. Yeah. Like, accepted knowledge, accepted truth could tomorrow be revealed to be counter counterproductive. Yeah. Like, it could be the exact opposite next week because people will have a better understanding of the way that people's brains work. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm sort of running into this in in Destiny, and this is a this is not there's no money involved in what I'm talking about, but um, like I've run this raid four times, and I just want this stupid Titan helmet to drop from the raid, right? <laughs> and I have every other piece of gear from that raid. How many
1: hours have you spent trying to get this fucking helmet to drop?
2: Uh, just Pens. on raid stuff, probably like fifteen to twenty. Yeah. Um, but like, if I it, people will complain and they'll be like, okay, you know, loot should sort of.
1: You should get drops that you don't have, or should be skewed in favor of that, right? Which Dota started doing. What, when with you? treasures. Like, that was the thing that they added, over, like, oh, fairly recently yeah, with treasures. treasures. When yeah. you buy paid treasures, that, like,
0: oh, you will get all the common easy,
1: items yeah. before they start repeating. So you won't get, like, duplicate commons before you have every common oh, of a set. that's pretty old, right? No, it's like last last, last year, year and a half or yeah. so. Anyway. It definitely wasn't always that way. Yeah, I guess where I was
2: going is, like, if I'd gotten that helmet, I probably wouldn't have played the raid three more times. Like... Um,
1: yeah. True. It's not like you would have so, sold the fucking game, though. No, no, totally not. I The, the thing with Destiny is that, like, you were content. It's not just that you were playing content. Like, you existing in that space become content for other people to experience. I don't so know. So they want to keep you coming back, because otherwise it's less content. Sometimes people, um, to
0: get around these systems, do things like... I'm sure Destiny has it too. You know, just like affiliation credit. You did the raid, you didn't get what you wanted, but you got six of these fucking tokens you can spend at the vendor to get something. You literally
2: get tokens to spend at a vendor. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like immediately when I was thinking, how would I get around some of the feel bad? That's like something I'd try and do, but it still feels bad. The consolation prize. Yes.
3: Yeah, you you are always guaranteed an item if you complete the raid. Okay. Even if the RNG fucks you and you don't get any out of chests, which doesn't normally happen. You usually get like one or two drops from... The encounters, and then an additional one.
1: It's hard for me not to feel like Destiny is one of the more abusive, sort of like non microtransaction driven games out there. As far as like the player reward loop. E-
3: yes and no. Um, I mean, like you're you're always there's the RNG of not getting the thing you want from the the challenge that you're presented with. But like everything it's- else, you can just kind of if you grind for it, you'll get it. Right, but grinding for it, like. How many hours? Well, but, but like, but yeah, I guess so. Okay, okay, I guess the the actual time value, yes. Like something like Diablo, like you have, you can make progression towards something, and then get another item that you also, were like, oh, like you're going towards a set, but you could also get another, p- uh, like, weapon or something that wasn't in necessarily in that set that helps you with your progression.
2: Yeah. Most nights when I log off Destiny, I have made zero progress in getting what you want toward anything that I want. If, if I weren't having such a good Which time just sucks. talking to my friends, it would just... Yeah, it, essentially it becomes just like a social space.
1: Yeah. Which um. in a way is like, Dota is weird, because Dota has no progression. Like, there's a level, but it doesn't mean anything.
0: Yeah, it doesn't get you anything. No. Um, yeah, that was the only reason I played Rust so much, is it was just a chat room for us to chat. That's a fucking lie and embrace what it's like to take everything from someone it feels so good <laughs> that is the truth and, and torture them with bad music in battlegrounds i get to kill you and then i never get to see you again in rust i get to see you come home to your fucking homestead burning in front of you and just being like oh my god so many hours of my life Wait, they're shit. sleeping and you piss on them and, I, yeah, like and they shake it and you're like "No, i'm awake this is
1: you working out a lot it was you working out a lot of shit <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'll never, there's two moments in that game, I know we talk about all the time, but two of the best moments of that game of all time was when we met a guy who seemed shifty in front of me and Arthur, and Arthur just joined the game, and me and Mitch just shot him out of nowhere, and Arthur was like, Jesus Christ, why'd you kill him? I was like, I had a weird feeling, man. And then we searched him, and we found a gun on him, and we are like, see, he had a fucking gun on him. It was like cops it's after the It's a shooter. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> it was like cops after the fact being yeah, like, yeah. dust some cocaine on him, we'll fucking walk away from there this one. And the other one was when we met an IGN fan. I was like, oh, I fucking love IGN so much. Oh, no. I'm just starting out, and we're like, rad, man. All right, I'm logging out, guys. And we just saw where he went, and we're, like, breaking into his place and immediately afterwards and <laughs> shooting him in the head while he's logged out, taking all his stuff. I don't know who you were, but that was us. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was always the worst. Uh bu- 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 bu. Let's see. Um... Aubrey writes in and says, you mentioned the old FPS Syndicate. The old. It's like, well, how old is it? Probably. 2012. Okay, yeah. so five years. Uh, passing in the last episode of the show and seems to think highly, of it. I remember seeing that game come out. Think it looked fantastic, but reading reviews that said it wasn't worth touching. Fuck those I, things. Go giantbomb.com. I still think the art... Me and Jeff were on team yeah. correct. I still think game. the art looks awesome and I'm a huge fan of that style of sci-fi. Can you recommend it? Or am I better off saving my $20 and sticking with my copy of Monster Hunter on my Switch?
1: I, those are so such wildly different experiences yeah uh, i the problem with syndicate is that what you're going to get out of it now is the campaign
3: because yeah, multiplayer are, is not doesn't work
1: i it probably works uh-huh. i don't think it used GameSpy. spy i used origin stuff oh, okay um but you would need to get other people to play it with you it's still fun um i don't know it's, it's, not- it's a fun campaign with a lot of cool
3: shit like six it, hours
1: yeah with some interesting story tidbits what was that game's like
3: hook. Like, well, what Everyone had chips in their brains. that could be hacked. And you could, like, turn people against in their friends. No. Multiplayer
1: was uh... Like, left for PBE. dead. Yeah.
3: yeah. It was, like, left for dead. They were heists. Yeah. It was
1: payday. You're
3: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think some of the people that worked on it actually left to make payday. <laughs> um... But it was, it, like, you could slide around and it had a... It was cool. Who, who was it? Starbreeze. Yeah, Starbreeze and then... Was that Richard K. Morgan's? Richard,
1: yeah, Richard Morgan wrote the script, the yeah. altered carbon yeah. Richard Morgan, which should be on Netflix early next year. Right. They're shooting that right now? It's done. Oh, okay. It's
2: remember just Shadow in post.
1: Run?
2: Yeah. I have no insight besides remember
1: Shadowrun?
3: Shadow Run Except I mean Shadowrun
1: the cross PC Xbox
3: Right. But also
1: the PC games fairly recently. The RPGs. Yes. Wait, yeah. there's an Oh
2: they Is brought they R- brought Sh- the like tabletop RPG. Yes. Okay.
3: So it, it is a like hardcore RPG system versus what the Xbox 360 one which was a like first person shooter. 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 Yeah.
1: Fasa owned the rights to Shadowrun and MechWarrior and Microsoft sorry, Shadowrun and BattleTech mm-hmm. and Microsoft bought Fasa. And okay. so they were making those games and then shut down the studios that were making those and so games. so now they license them out. And so know. now, the, yeah, Microsoft has been convinced to license those things out. To, like, Karana, yeah. I think. Is yeah, we're getting a new MechWarrior next yeah. year.
0: So, Oh, yeah. shit. I mean, MechWarrior, the online game, is actually, like, a solid MechWarrior game. But it's all multiplayer. So, like, what will a campaign look like? I don't know. I wish that they
1: would make Mecha, the MechAssault games backwards. I was just going to mention that. I have both of them. Yeah.
2: MechAssault. Uh, Xbox. That was a simpler time because everyone was just so happy to be playing online.
1: <laughs> everyone they was were, like... Yeah, the MechaSalt was an <laughs> Xbox Live launch game.
2: Yeah. Everyone was just, like, amazed with, like, the magic of what was happening on their consoles. Unreal Tournament
1: 2003, I think, was a launch game, too. I loved Which one? the MechaSalt game. Unreal games.
0: Tournament to the Unreal Championship. I even played the MechaSalt game on 3DS. Or on DS, sorry, regular DS. And it was not good. It was, it was still a shooter a third-person shooter, but on a DS, where you had to use the touchscreen on the bottom, like a oh, like, a, yeah. like, a, a, like stick a like with a, that, that uh, Metroid game, Hunters. Yeah, it was a lot like that. So you'd have to make like a claw where you're like pinching, but still hitting the trigger on the right oh side. God, I hit hate- it was, it was real hard. Um, also, there's an excellent Star Trek game on DS that you should check out. It's like tactical. You actually have to like maneuver to like have the shields facing in the right direction and like activate the right phaser banks facing the right direction and yeah. stuff. Pretty interesting uh i played a lot of weird handheld games i was like obsessed with handheld games dylan writes in says just wondering if you've noticed the nintendo switch snap sound popping up about everywhere i've heard it in stranger things 2 a couple of times now i've also heard it in television and radio commercials not just a normal snap sound but the snap sound with the echo just like the switch to be honest it works because every time i hear it i think of the switch now saying it's made me go out and buy a switch uh but it def not that saying it's made me go out and buy a switch i had my switch before but it definitely keeps it in my thoughts. Have you guys noticed this? And do you think Nintendo would use these tactics? I haven't
3: noticed it, but I, it's probably just from a sound library. Yeah,
0: that's exactly right. Everyone's paying for the same sound from the same. You library. know what sound that? If you hear
1: it one a second time somewhere, you'll all hear it forever. Is is the door opening sound from Doom?
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You hear it in lots of shit. Yeah. I. Uh, I hear a lot of music that. Uh, we used a sound library uh, at IGN, and you'd start hearing that in commercials and shit, and like, or other other outlets. I mean, yeah, or yeah, like everyone uses the same, like the same three sound libraries.
0: And not even sometimes it's songs. Sometimes it's literally just snare hits and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, th- where good
3: sound design, besides paying people to do foley and like doing your own stuff, is like is like layering that stuff so that it or like modifying it so it doesn't sound like the stock one like that's where good like sound designers are like incredible
0: and bad ones are what james they're just bad lazy lazy pieces of garbage that's a really harsh way to say it james probably. or
3: they're or they're still learning i don't know
0: they people gotta go learn somehow um let's see let me find some other ones uh, okay aaron says are you all ever okay with microtransactions that save time or provide yes. easy yes, progress into our environment or in single player environment? I thought AC Origins was a clear and upfront with that this year, and I appreciated it. I
1: haven't done it in AC Origins. I think the only game I've actually ever done it in was Dead Space Three, because I played through the review version on a debug unit, and then I got retail and was playing through it with I think Mitch, and I was like, I'm just gonna spend money to get some better weapons.
3: Yeah, I fuck it. I don't. I don't. I don't mind it at all. I. It just sometimes you just want to get a boost in the game. The game shouldn't depend on it. No. Like then that
1: seems like the I the progression system in Battlefront 2 seemed not great.
0: As yeah. someone like, who's worked on a lot of free to play games, I have no problem with
2: it. Yeah, I think I in uh what was it? Destiny One. They gave you, like, a one-time use item that you could buy that would level your character to, like, 20 or something?
3: Well, they gave you one, and then you could buy... a it th- oh, th- with, with the more. expansion? Yeah, with the expansion. Oh, with the taking King? With, uh, oh, yeah,
2: taking King. Because they that was a lot of people's first time playing Destiny. Yeah, so they wanted to get people in
3: to Got the it. new stuff without having yeah. to go through uh, it. I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: Uh, Actung Jamie says, will MS announce a new AAA IP at E3 2018? He's getting fucking specific... Who? Microsoft. A Microsoft announced a-, a new AAA IP. Uh, maybe, put on your prediction hat. Maybe maybe tease something,
3: because it wasn't... Uh, What's-his-name out there talking about them reinvesting in First Yeah, I think that
1: anything that they announced wouldn't come out until 2019, but I think that there's probably a pretty decent chance that they announced something at Next D3 for early 2019. Nothing that... nothing. It, I don't think there's anything that they haven't announced that's coming out next year because there's too much stuff coming
0: out. Yeah, next I mean, year. I'm like I'm still waiting on Crackdown Two and Three. also, Three. oh shit, nobody's waiting yeah. on Crackdown I about two. two. I forgot <laughs> yeah. about Two for it out. it's yeah. just Crackdown now, Anthony. There was never a Crackdown Two. Okay, yes, that one was a huge disappointment. And the zombie. Of, so there's Crackdown, right. State of Decay, Sea of Thieves, Halo Six is almost certainly coming out next
1: year. Um not Gears of War 5 that'll come out the year after probably um Forza Horizon 4 I, is probably a safe bet mm. well, and not, some not I, maybe some like Record stuff. 2 no I'm joking about Armentier that Armature is working on a VR game which is sadder in some ways than a Record 2 um when is PUBG coming to Xbox?
2: Uh, December 12th two okay.
0: weeks so three weeks tbd to see how that runs yeah. my <laughs> prediction not great so i think it will run like it does on a good pc on xbox one x which is to say poorly have you so i ran
1: ran it pretty okay the only time it struggled was when the streaming stuff was going
0: oh yeah i just mean that like desync and everything will still be just like all their technical problems oh, that that's they have server stuff that's just like yes um have you touched the vaulting stuff at all? I did. I oh yeah, I did try that since the last time we played. I won't talk too much about it, but I will say I played the test server, tried out the vaulting and all the other changes. Not just vaulting. There's mm-hmm. like a bunch of other changes. Like vaulting's all the what people are talking about, but it's like the equivalent of like a this patch will be like the equivalent of like a Dota patch. Yeah, in the sense that they're like. Uh, we also uh, rebalanced all of the submachine guns so they're much more accurate. And you're like, what the fuck? They were already so accurate. Like That is fucking crazy. I can't believe you'd do that. It's the first game I've ever played where I've actually cared about stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, just little things like that. Also, they're changing, like, bullet ballistics. So, like, bullet drop is, like, way crazier on assault rifles now. So when you're pulling off those big shots, you're going to have to aim way higher than you're used to doing. Mm-hmm. Like, like so, Bad Company 2 sniping? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's gosh. already like that in this game, but even more so, yeah. <laughs> so let's just bring back bad company too holy yeah. shit and uh but the biggest thing yeah, vaulting is like a crazy game changer like immediately because in that game i'm sure you know james hasn't played a shit ton but james played enough where there's times where you're like i just got to go fuck i just got to, and you're just like hitting this wall and you're like Are you trying to do a cr- crouch jump in that game was like a very specific skill <laughs> right and it's like a thing that you're doing as a workaround because getting around is so terrible yeah like you're when you're getting caught by a barbed wire fence that's like like, you know, like, I don't know, not even knee height, thigh height, stuff like that. And you're just like, this is the worst shit. And so the clambering stuff not only allows you to like really fast climb over a wall, which is going to fucking change. Like right now when I know someone's behind a wall, I know where to point my gun. Cause I'm like, I can watch just these two avenues of approach now because they can't come over. So now where they're going to be able to come over anywhere, that's going to crazy change up that. But also like taking houses, taking houses is way crazier because I don't have to go through a front door. I can go through like a porch. Or like when I'm leaving a house, I can fucking vault out a window. Thankfully, now it shatters the window. Crouch jumping is this like hacky thing people do where they jump and crouch at the same time. And when you do that, you don't break the window. You just pass through it like magic currently in the game. Great. So all the pros do it. But it also means that a person down on the ground has no idea that you've just done that. So now there's actually an audio cue like there should be when you're an asshole jumping out of a window. Uh, the other thing is that it's not just for getting over walls and going through windows in that game there's often places where boxes and stuff are stacked that there's been no use for previously and now i can get on roofs of houses like crazy yeah people are also using
3: like buggies and the like coops to like drive up alongside places that they can normally not get on and now you're up on
0: top of houses it's it's gonna add a layer of verticality where now you're gonna have to watch for people in places that i've never thought twice about which seems good totally it will help add a little bit of a light refresh to that map until the desert map comes out because everyone's like oh the desert maps came out with the xbox one i heard no they just announced that way too early i bet you we won't even see that map until like midway through next year or something like that like making a whole new map in a game like that is probably it is a substantial task and my understanding is that a lot of it's being done by the studio that they just started in wisconsin so getting them up to speed on tools it is going to take a while Mm. to get a new level in that game anyways uh let's do one more um let's see well we'll take this one it's kind of an interesting question that's hard to understand it's from Adam and he says people say that high development costs these are all related Mm -hmm. of AAA games leads to loot boxes yeah Activision claims COD this year made more money than Wonder Woman Thor 3 and Justice League combined Does does devs cost lead to loot boxes or just the draw of better return on investment so I think he's saying that loot boxes aren't about people trying to make ends meet. It's just trying to squeeze more money. That's what he's wondering. Is it just about trying to squeeze more money?
1: Uh, the same amount of money as something a year ago does not buy as much now. That yeah. is consistent in economics. Inflation,
0: inflation, is, a, inflation, inflation, is, a inflation is a thing. Is a thing. Uh, the uh, cost to make these things have gone up over the years as well. Yeah,
1: uh, quite a bit. Um they have a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders, so there's that. There is unfortunately an expectation that they will continue to grow, right? Which is impossible. Up into, also, the,
3: up into the right always is, yeah, kind of a model. Also, the of team that
0: filmed Wonder Woman after it was done, moved on to the next movie. There wasn't this understanding that the movie made the money made from Wonder Woman would continue to pay the whole entire team for the entire development of the next thing,
1: also. Did it say Call? Did it say a specific Call of Duty game or just Call of Duty as a franchise?
0: Call of Duty this year, so maybe that sounds like franchise sales.
1: So DLC and map packs and bullshit for multiple platforms and multiple games.
3: Because they they had two Call of Duty games last year. Remember that? Like that's COD Four remastered and
1: oh, but also like Black Ops Three.
3: Like totally, totally. Like all three of those things had loot boxes of some kind. So and zombies DLC
1: and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I. Video games are expensive to make. Video games are expensive to advertise. They are only getting, literally everything in the world is getting more expensive. But the level of expectation, verisimilitude leveled in video games, is making them cost more to make. And the desire to meet previous performance or exceed it leads to increased advertising budgets. It's a vicious cycle. Um, also, like in a perfect world it would be the same people making every one of those games every time and they would cost more every time because they would get cost of living increases and like merit raises and shit like that like video game prices, video game development costs do not remain static the price of video games
0: has remained static yep call of duty is also an exception to the rule right every year people release call of duty know it's going to do well Whereas also, there are plenty of other games that have huge budgets and it's kind of like, I don't know, but we tried to make a huge thing and then it failed and then it blows up in your face. Well, well, I you notice I, that yeah.
1: nobody talks about numbers yeah. anymore. Like, And everyone is now like constructing justifications to never discuss numbers again. Like yeah. everyone's saying, we're moving to monthly active
3: users yeah. as our benchmark for success. Because at a certain point, like it's no longer the first month sales that ma- matter for these companies. It's the continued sale or origin, like, like, like the, it goes into the origin vault or whatever that thing is called. Yeah. Access. Access. Or access. Yeah. Access. And then, then people can spend money that way for
1: EA. Yeah. But for, I mean, Activision, it's a little different because they don't really have that, but I mean, what, it, it, uh,
3: GTA is still in the top 20 NPD.
1: Yeah. Well, GTA is, is like its own beast. Right. Um, Madden is its own beast, FIFA is its own beast,
0: but um, there's a thing in games that's called average revenue per user, or ARPU, as people will call it, which is a term that's really <laughs> annoying, and uh, you know any free-to-play game knows its average ARPU per person, and they're always shooting for a, a, a target number that the studio knows it needs to hit, so when I, when we acquire a paying user, which costs us, we know it costs us. Nineteen dollars to acquire one new user that pays, yep. and then we get twenty dollars out of them, so we have a net profit of one dollar. So, for all these games that are doing these huge marketing spends, like Battlefront and stuff, that's obviously like a huge cost on top of the dev cost. And then, when you have to imagine that, like Battlefront, I've already seen things for Black Friday where it's going to be like forty dollars and stuff like that. It's like by March of next year, you'll be able to find that game for twenty dollars. And so they're still trying to figure out long-term, like, what will be their average revenue per user when they're acquiring that user at $20? How can we still get something closer to the target value that we want, which is where a lot of this comes from as well? Because they know games will go on sale so fast. How do we extend the revenue generation of it that we used to get out of a $60 game because the game stayed $60 for a lot longer?
3: Yeah. There's also, I mean, like, that's why you get those, every single game has multiple SKUs.
0: Yeah. Um, because yeah, pay a hundred dollars and play it now, motherfuckers.
3: Yeah, so like the 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 way that they have to monetize, and again, because of the increasing costs, they do they just need they need every single asset, like every single avenue to work. Yeah, because um, guess what? Reaching a, a new audience is hard.
0: Yep, and harder and harder. Yeah, yeah. Plus, if your game, you are expecting your game to get bigger and bigger, and it's already hitting millions upon millions upon millions, upon millions at some point. like, I don't know. I actually had a design question come up in a company, the test that I did where they were like, if you were in charge of Class Royale was I got a question, Mm -hmm. and you were in charge of making that game grow or you were trying to identify why you don't think it is growing, what would you try and change? And I was like, why? And I don't know if they liked this answer. I didn't get the job mind you. Mm -hmm. But I told them that I don't understand why it has to grow. That game is already very profitable. So to me, the problem isn't how do I grow our current user base? It's perhaps we've hit the amount of users that want to play a fast what is a fast-paced pretty pretty fast-paced strategy game on a mobile title because mm-hmm. if they are fast-paced strategy game players they might be on PC or something like that so we probably hit a good saturation of that market so instead of the question isn't how do I grow that it's how do I retain those people and mm-hmm. continue to make money off them i don't know if they like if that if you
1: take a design test you probably
0: shouldn't give that answer so but i just didn't like that the fundamentally like that psychology like you said of yep. it always upward and to the right at some point the upward and the right doesn't happen so it's, sometimes it bothers me that people aren't satisfied with enough so anyways I, mean, I don't
1: know what enough is
0: if you're listening to this it's the day after thanksgiving hopefully or i might you
1: re- release it on thanksgiving hopefully
0: knows. you can be thankful for something and realize that you probably do have enough um we're all on the internet i'm um, at chuff money on twitter and chuff money on twitch and I must want to say thank you to all the Rebel FM fans who have donated to helping save my dog and my fiance's dog.
3: What's the it's, uh, GoFundMe it's slash Go, save GoFundMe
0: slash Heal Shasta? Heal Shasta. That's Shasta. It so it's for my fiance's dog who got uh, cancer. So Shasta is an adorable. She mm. is, and I had someone ask me today why would is why would we not put her down? And I was like, they were not being mean about it; they were just genuinely asking. And so the answer is that. It's not even in a situation where it would make sense to put her down. It's not anything like that. It's trying to prevent it from getting to a place like that. Yeah. So, Anyways, thanks because a lot of people have donated. That was very generous of you. Especially coming off the heels of Extra Life where a lot of the same people had already given money to that. Um, You can find Arthur on Twitter. He's at aegies, And then you can find him at PragMagic on uh, Instagram if you want to see the painting that he's doing. And then you can find James at James underscore Faulkner i so are um, posting some photos from Korea this week, probably. Yeah, and, and underneath all of them, it will say "shot on an iPhone X."
1: Um, um,
0: uh, no, it's shot
1: on a very expensive camera that James
3: rewarded himself with. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, okay. It's a, a Leica. So, so now you have a Leica and an iPhone X. You're just loaded up with cameras at yeah. this point.
3: The, the iPhone X camera. Oh yeah, I can't. I can talk about that real quick. I got the iPhone X. I I really like it. Uh, well, you should,
0: right? Isn't that like, that's like one of the things they spent time in their presentation was like, look how good this fucking camera is.
3: Yeah. A lot of it was like the software related to like self, the selfie camera, which I don't use all that much. Yeah. But that uh,
0: different from the front facing camera.
3: It, it is the front facing camera, but it's called it the selfie camera. Now? Uh So they added stuff where they can do, it's two cameras so that they can, you can add artificial depth to it. Oh. Um, uh. So you can do like blurry backgrounds. So it looks like you've took it on a camera
0: with uh a focus length, actual link. like yeah, or yeah, actual changeable length, <laughs> but no, it's it's cool. Um, I demand that you send me an emoji message later on. I, oh, I can I can show you it to you tonight. Okay. I can map it to your face All so you, right. make, you make poo poo emojis. Fucking hell, yeah! All right, <laughs> God. now you can find Brian on Twitter. Is is it still at albino yeah, albino Albert? Albert? Yeah, that's me. You're still pale. I'm still pale. You're handsome, but you're yeah. Still you pale. lost a bunch of weight, but the skin tone didn't change surprisingly. Very surprisingly, so. I They told me that would happen. What? What
1: did they tell you? Not, nothing. Your skin <laughs> doesn't change when you lose weight. I think if you're if you're overweight, hypertension can make you a lot redder.
0: Sure. I'm. I
2: was sp- more pink. I
0: would yeah. say. So well you know, yeah. Well, especially because you're probably or having or to exert yourself more every time you went anywhere. You are to Albert? What's up? You're albino or Albert? Albino or Albert? <laughs>
2: What were you saying? When well, I bent over to tie my shoes and like came up kind of like out of breath, I was like, Phew, that's <laughs> bad. That's a fucking problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. If I'm sweating from walking down to the corner store, I'm always like, and it's not a hot day, I'm like, damn it. It's time to do, make a change. Get on so, that elliptical. Yeah, you should read the uh, last book of recommendation before you go. It's called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers, if you want to understand how we're all killing ourselves
1: standing desks it turns out is the reason saved you reading the book
3: uh i guess i can make a recommendation of something cool uh there's a streamer on twitch uh named scene of action who is a music performer and he just unveiled his new studio and it looks like every time he's performing it looks like it's a music video of like all these crazy lights going off uh it's like cinematic it's like widescreen cinematic and everyone's like oh it's pre-recorded nope that dude that does that stuff live it's a dubstep concert basically no he's like he's playing like rock music oh nice yeah Hmm. i'll I'll show you a clip before we go it's super super cool here
0: since we're gonna maybe put this out on thanksgiving right after Mm -hmm. let's do something really cliche what's something you're thankful for i'm thankful for my fiance, dog and again all the people that have helped out arthur what are you thankful for you gotta be thankful for something
2: you you give him like one second before yeah you I'll, in. I'll, I'll go i'll go so he has some time
3: uh I, I say this pretty often in in our in our group uh, but i'm really thankful for like the group of friends that i found later in life yeah um that that doesn't happen for a lot of people that like it's true. as you get older it's way harder yeah and i have con- consistently like found people that i adore and love and like want to be around and give a shit about me as well which is i think rare and when he's done recording this podcast so he'll go, go hang out with them yeah
1: None of them are in this room. They're
3: terrible. Zero of them. They're, they're,
1: they're all, they're terrible. <laughs> they are they're don't exist. They're, they're all in my mind. Oh, they do yeah. exist in your camera.
0: Brian? Yeah, your expensive camera.
2: Uh, it feels weird saying this now, because James just said something so heartfelt about us. Um, to say
0: IHOP, it's fine. <laughs> I'm so thankful
2: for IHOP, man. <laughs> for when I'm all alone tomorrow. Wait, two days from now?
1: Oh. Um, no, there's... I'll bring you some food. <laughs> I will bring you some Thanksgiving food. you going to come up to Richmond? i'll do it don't go to richmond don't go to richmond i just gave you a video card why would i not give you thanksgiving food (laughs) um a
2: lot of things have changed for me this year like professionally personally like uh, i don't need to get into that stuff but um i i've made new friends who are actually like separate from all the rest of the friends in my life (laughs) and um they've quickly become like really good like reliable people that helped me out and like the only reason i'm like in the place i'm at now which i really like i needed a place to get to immediately like a cheap place right like um it's because of these people who like i barely knew who have quickly become good friends and um
0: looking out
2: yeah it's nice it's it yeah i usually just like have this like one core group which has significant overlap with the people james was talking about Mm -hmm. but um yeah just suddenly out of nowhere these new people
0: took me in see that's heartfelt. You can just say your cats, Arthur. That's something to be super thankful for if they're all still alive. Your cats are
1: good. That sounds so sad. Yeah, It
0: doesn't sound sad. We both have old cats. That's a thing to be thankful for. Uh,
1: I am thankful to have had the flexibility and space to make a life change without feeling like everything was going to collapse from doing it.
0: That's true. That's Mm -hmm. something a lot of people don't get. That's a really good one. Yeah. It is terrifying,
1: but I feel very lucky to have been able to make a terrifying choice.
0: All right well tweet at us with things you're thankful for if you want but anyways we're gonna leave you with that go out there and have yourself a nice little weekend and if you end up spending it at, at an ihop by yourself don't sweat it make sure you have star trek yeah find something to watch or something good to read and just have yourself a, a good thanksgiving also if you do, if that bothers you fucking don't buy into it it's just a dumb holiday So holidays are not always the end-all, be-all. Created to to
3: make you spend fucking money.
0: Exactly. Fuck you, Hallmark. (laughs) Exactly. So, anyways, don't sweat it. All right. Hope you guys have a good weekend. We out.
1: I think that the people making RAM decided that they wanted to increase the price and reduce production. Is the speculation? Like, because there's fewer people making it now than ever. So, Uh, Anthony, speak.
0: Yep. um, Sounds. Sounds have to come out of your mouth. Air has to pass over your vocal cords.
1: You are like you're Rick. You are literally Rick from Rick and Morty. (laughs) It's just like. Disorientation and burp noises. Hey, like, burp. Yeah. I, I, uh, that's a fun VR game, though. Is it? Yeah. That's not surprising. Uh, Brian speak. Hey, Arthur, I'm going to need you to have to, to play Holy CM. boy, testicle Tuesday. Oh, my. What does that mean? That means that you were up pretty loud.
0: It's because gotcha. Matt
1: normally sits there, I think. And no, that's James's mic. Um, and James's mic doesn't what's up he's on four. Oh no wonder that wasn't fucking you, going down someone got, someone got that soft voice. i'm on three you're on three uh james does have have soft voice comparatively so yeah. like matt yeah Keep matt speaking. talks
3: like this like for, oh no time. you didn't put him on
1: four you put him on five which for some reason was scaled all the way to the top Oh yeah. yeah sorry that's it's fine that means that i don't have to fuck with matt's settings uh speak for me again brian hey is this better uh I'm going to keep talking. Yeah, keep Arthur, talking. You played that Crystal Maiden game. It was
2: good. I did play that Crystal Maiden game. Yeah. I did. You got that freezing field off. Kill some mans. We died. I died a lot, too. The meat bus. The meat train. The, the, flesh, flesh, the bus, flesh bus. The yes. flesh bus. The bus. The fleshest of buses. There's always a few weird things that we've come up with, and I can't remember what they were. Flesh bus. That was Jason that came up gotcha. with flesh bus. I had beef seats, but I don't think that was in Dota.
1: Beef seats? Yeah, I had the beef seats. That... Sounds really inappropriate. No, like it's more really so than FlashBus. Yeah, yeah. FlashBus is like a porn parody. Beef
2: seats is porn. <laughs> the idea was like when you're in the car and you have to shit and there's like no you're like I got the beef seats, man. But like, <laughs> gross. Yeah. Yep.
3: Gross.
4: <laughs> All
3: right, <laughs> uh, James, talk a little yeah, bit. Yeah, video games, but mainly I didn't play. I breezed up to WoW. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I only need to pay for a month that's okay yeah, yeah. sure for now <laughs> Just one month yeah. <laughs> all right.